you startled me. I nearly knocked over my inkwell, and that would have been a disaster. Oh, what's this? Well, it's a work in progress. Do you mind if I read some of it to you? I, I promise I'm not making it up. Hello. Happy Halloween. I'm sure you're wondering what's going on. Who's this guy? He's not normally at the head of the table. What is this? My name is James Davey. I am the uh, creative developer and co-creator of The Midnight World, a new independent tabletop horror game that we're going to be playing this evening. And I have taken over the table. Uh, I have been working on this game for quite a long time. It just came out a couple of months ago. It's out there for purchase right now on DriveThruRPG. <laughs> you look like everybody's most frightening magical uncle. We all have those, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can get it on DriveThruRPG right now. Just search The Midnight World. Currently 15% off until the day after Halloween. Uh, this game is a tabletop horror game on a cosmic scale, but through the lens of struggling with mental health, specifically PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Now, these things aren't overly, uh, I, I don't want to say that they're the entire focus of the game. They're more of like a subtle underpinning uh, that we can use to kind of investigate these things a little bit through the safe avenue of play. That's sort of what the Midnight World is. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about it. If you guys are ready, I'm ready. Ready? Well, then without further ado, let's immerse ourselves in the Midnight World. So what we're going to do, um, first things first, I am going to hand uh, you to these pink cards. What I want you to do with these pink cards, you're going to write your character's name on there, and then you're going to write a secret that you don't necessarily want other members of your company, because you all work for the same company, to know. doesn't have to be anything too terrible, but definitely something that would cause you at least social inconvenience if it were to come out. So, as I said, in this story, you guys all work for the same company. You guys are now on a team-building mandatory fun retreat <laughs> to the Sixth Ridge Scout Reservation, which is a uh, Boy Scout camp that has been rented out for the weekend for you guys. And I'm going to okay. sort of go over the character sheet because it is a little different uh, than what you're used to seeing. You will see uh, your... We've got your memory there. We've got your trauma triggers. Well, what is a trauma trigger? A trauma trigger is very much what a trauma trigger is in real life. It is that thing that your character cannot get out of their head. And if they're exposed to it, they're going to become progressively more anxious until they are removed from it. What is a solace trigger? It is a coping mechanism that your character has developed over the years to recenter themselves. Yes, something horrible just happened to me, but that's okay because I love writing down things in my journal. So I'll sit with my bullet point journal for a while and I'll calm myself down. That is a solace trigger. Uh, your skills and attributes. Whenever I ask you to make a roll, I'm going to ask you to roll an attribute and skill combined. So if I have you, let's say, picking a lock, I'm going to ask you to roll your intuition, 
I'm sorry, your coordination and your wit. That would normally be all D6s, but if you have an aptitude that you could argue would apply to that situation, for instance, larceny, then I will allow you to upgrade your skill dice to D8s. Anything over a five is a hit, and you really only need one hit to do what you're trying to do. So there are no target numbers. Um, you will see, of course, your standard health, your distress dice, uh, which we'll talk about in a moment, and you will see your manifestations. Your manifestations are the remnant of magical power that came from your first interaction with the things beyond. It's a weird thing that you maybe have done several times before and know you can do. Maybe you've never done it before and have no idea you can do it. But it does cost a minute to use. What is this weird clock on the middle of the sheet? <laughs> Hours, minutes, and seconds, all in derivations of 12. Your seconds are your willpower or edge mechanic. They are a spending mechanic that allows you to do more things. For instance, if you have a roll that has a lot of distress dice on it, you can spend six seconds to ignore that. You can spend three seconds to add a D8 to any roll, and you can spend two seconds to re-roll any one failed die. You can spend up to six seconds a turn. Each time your second hand hits 12, your minute hand goes up. Your minute hand also goes up when you use powers, when you're exposed to your trauma trigger, or whenever else I say so, because I'm mean. <laughs> your minute hand marks how distressed your character is, how anxious they've gotten, that spiral that starts once one little thing has happened that it feels like will just keep ticking to some inevitable conclusion. I think we're all probably neurodivergent, we're all gamers, we all know what anxiety is, so it's that. Um, and when you reach 12 minutes, your hour hand goes up. Your hour hand is both your understanding of the depths of this multiverse that you reside in and how powerful you have become as a result of that understanding. Hmm. As you learn more and more that the world is not quite what you thought it was, you will gain more ability to change reality at your whim. At this point, you should all be at one minute, or one hour, one minute, and one second. And I will, I, I promise you, mess with you throughout the night about those items. Now, the main thing about your minute hand, you'll notice that there's a little offshoot of the clock every two. That's because every two minutes that you have adds one D4 to every roll that you make. These D4 don't mean anything as long as they don't roll a one. But if they do roll a one, they, they subtract a success from your roll. Because of distress dice, which you can end up having up to five of if you're at 11 minutes, you can catastrophically fail or botch rolls. So I know that sounds like a lot, but I think once you see it in action, uh, Ian actually has seen it in action, uh, it becomes very smooth. Yeah. So let's dive into the story. We are, I think because you decided you wanted to be an actor, we are a come mid-range production company. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Up and coming. You're the you're the big star of sure. the mid-range production company uh, and you guys had just a catastrophic uh, rollout of your most recent film. In fact, uh, more than one member of the cast and crew perished on the set. The whole thing got investigated. The company uh, ended up almost changing hands, but they were able to hang on to it, and they have now rented out this cow or this uh, uh, Boy Scout retreat as a way to team build and try to get you guys 
into the teamwork mindset before we start our ne next production. This story is called The Company Retreat. Okay. Now, I've handed you two the pink cards, and what I wanted you to write on there was a couple of secrets that you wouldn't necessarily want other people at the table to know. So what I'd like you to do now is I'd like you to hand your card to Rhea, and vice versa. And now I would like you two to switch cards. Now look at the card that you were just handed. Now, I'm going to give you guys just a couple... Yeah, right? <laughs> well, Grim. <laughs> Grim. Interesting. <laughs> so what I would like to happen now is I would like the two of you mm -hmm. to just real quickly decide, did you tell each other these secrets in confidence or did the secret get out some other way? I absolutely told you in confidence. <laughs> and I don't think I told you that one, but you found it. You found out because yeah. I think we know each other pretty well. Yeah. So you guys would say that your characters are friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very deep friends, sort of wine on the weekends friends, or... Drinks after work, but no other extracurriculars. Yeah. But enough to for you no. to divulge something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. After well, a few too many Long Islands. Oh, I see what happened. <laughs> yeah. What happened to me before happens to all of us. <laughs> uh, what about you two? Did you divulge your secrets I to think it's really obvious how that works out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I think because my solace trigger is uh, talking with a close friend, I would say that you are a close friend. Mm -hmm. And that's probably how that worked out. Is a lot yeah. of lot of heat went somewhere else, and it just yeah. kind of got smoothed over. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. 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 Right on. Sounds, sounds uh, let's let's establish this now, though, because um, I can't decide. Do I hold it against you? Oh, I don't know. That's up to you. Mm, okay. That's up to you. Mm, I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna think about it. <laughs> okay. So, um, and what we'll do is at the end of the game, we'll uh, let the players see what these secrets are, mm -hmm. okay? Uh, I think this is fantastic, because I know what two of them are. I actually don't know what the other two are, but watching you guys interact <laughs> is so cool. Uh, okay, so with that said, we're going to jump right into it. The mm -hmm. It's the storm. <laughs> I'm the dead camp counselor. You guys got that, right? Oh, like, yeah. this, yeah. this is not what I wear to a job interview. <laughs> unless it's this one. Or the, or the park ranger, the dead park the ranger. dead park yeah. ranger. Yeah, because I've got the campaign hat, yeah. so it's that. All right. Uh, all right, so the sixth... Park ranger here by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> no. My TTRPG is an evil park ranger. It's me. It's been I'll pose for you. Okay. <laughs> so the sixth ridge scout reservation is a Buckeye Council campsite in Caring, Ohio. It's, it's a real campsite. Hmm. Uh, it opened in 1972. It had less than 15 campsites back then, but over the years, it has expanded. It has 35 campsites now. Uh, a dining hall can accommodate over 800, which would be very impressive to you guys if you were 12. But the fact that your company... <laughs> The fact that your company has rented this out for this next on-location shoot that you're going to be doing, you can decide how your characters feel about it. I can pretty much tell you that your character is yeah. like, this is ridiculous. I was actually going to start the game that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but the, the company did organize the tree, retreat for the entire weekend, and contractually, you have to be here. Uh, they've gotten you one little uh, clearing that has several buildings... Uh, little wooden cabins, a couple of fire pits, a gasoline-powered generator, 
Around it, though, is, except for a beaten path that leads up to uh, the, the entrance, the parking lot, and a little management cabin along the way, there is wilderness in either direction for at least several miles. You know, not like northeastern wilderness, but to you guys who are film people from probably the big city, it might as well be the Ozarks. Um, because you can't hear the sounds of the city nearby. So all day, you have spent sort of arriving, setting things up. You don't have personal assistance. You have to carry your own bags to your cabin, <laughs> which is nothing more, by the way, than I think we've all seen these wooden cabins with mm -hmm. the screens set up around all four sides, the couple of screen doors that always slam at the decibel level of a small jet <laughs> for no reason. Uh, and then they're sort of pointed inwards around the fire pit. Uh, as night does begin to fall, you kind of relax a little bit. You've gotten your things set up, and you've gotten your sleeping arrangements. I am going to say, for the ease of me running the game, that you guys all ended up in the same little cabin. Okay. okay. Um, and, you know, for a moment, even... Even you, who was probably, I would I would assume, the most... Oh, I came in, and I was like, there's no service anywhere. Frank, Frank come... My agent, where are we? Agent. Colin, what is this place? This is terrible. This is... It's dark. The lighting... I think we should at least turn all the lights on. At least that. Right? I, we go. should at least turn on all the lights. It blows. <laughs> the moment you turn it on, you hear the, the crackling pop of the light blowing. The other one turns on, though, but the one right over your bed. It's the, it's the woods. Have you been in the woods before? I mean, we've acted I, in the woods, but this, this, these accommodations, they're terrible. I, I expect... Uh, did a, you never go to... You were not a, a three, scout, were you? A three-star hotel. Uh, you were not a scout, were you? No, never. Mm, that Okay, that tracks. He's at it again. I was about to say. Hey, um, Daniel. Perhaps we should focus on the beauty of nature while we're here instead of focusing on the fact that... You're right. We're supposed to relax. Mm -hmm. This is a relaxing <laughs> situation. And it is beautiful. And, you know, after you're sort of admonished, um, you, you look out and, yeah, you're looking into deep, dense woods, but the way that the sun has started to set over the treetops and this sort of very calm, it's not too hot. There's a coolness to the air, but it's not cold. Fire has just started. A couple of the uh, uh, sound techs have pulled out guitars and are tuning them and humming. And you realize, like, th th this is a part of life that you never got. And okay, okay, I I'm going to do this. I'm going to have a good time. I am going to turn on the rest of the lights of this place, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right on. <laughs> and I just, I'm just watching you do that. And. Shake my head a little bit, um, because Colin actually grew up in the woods. Uh, because unfortunately, and I didn't mention this earlier, Colin's job here is as one of those investigators who is now keeping an eye on everything. Oh wow! Do <laughs> people know that? Um, I think some people we just think do. You're an intern. Rhea, what's your character's name? Uh, Tiffany. Lavelle. Tiffany. Tiffany definitely knows mm -hmm. as a lawyer. Uh, I don't know if Dorothy knows. No. And <laughs> She's not if Daniel knows, it's up to him whether or not he's actually shared that he knows I with everyone else. Not being in just darkness. 
It does actually help. Thank so you. So we had to call that a, a just a sort of an open secret that mm -hmm. you you're an intern, but you you drive a, a, mm -hmm. a Benz, and people are like, "There's no way that guy's an intern." <laughs> yeah, and when people are like, "Oh, hey, can you help do X, Y, and Z?" I'm just like, "No." Yes. And they're so, like, why has this not guy not been fired yet? And I'm, I just go back to what I'm doing. Right. So it, it's, yeah, again, an open secret that you probably have. Uh, there's probably a reason that you're. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, it's I, a need to know. Um, yeah. Real quick, uh, I should have asked this up front. My apologies, but since this is my first time meeting you guys, can I get your pronouns? Absolutely. I go by any pronouns, but I prefer she, her. Okay. Uh, he, him. She, they. He, they. I'm also he, him. So there we go. All right, and if I screw up, please let me know. All right, absolutely, excellent. So, all right, yeah, you guys. Uh, uh, Daniel has gone around and sort of busy bodily turned on the lights in every cabin where they weren't on. Mm -hmm. um, the fire is starting to crackle merrily. People are sort of gathering around, and there is a gentleman in uh, this outfit, but without the blood, uh, and he is sort of walking around and checking in on people, mm -hmm. and he will drop by your cabin and he'll open the screen door with that sort of characteristic rusty creak of, a, of an old style screen door and he'll say hey everybody i just wanted to check in make sure everybody's settling in all right oh absolutely yeah. thank Fantastic. you so much what was your name uh, my name is counselor dan i am a certified park ranger okay. wonderful okay. i feel so much better knowing hey, that i uh-huh i don't i feel like i'm i'm I feel like I know I know you from somewhere, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were in that one commercial, the hemorrhoid thing. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. Start laughing. You know what? Hey, I tell you what. Uh, you know. I'm sure we're all like stifling laughter at you, this. You were a great. You're a great actor, man. You you sold me. I mean, I'm a I'm a loyal a loyal. Uh, I should go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, but look, if y'all need anything at all. Uh, we do have uh, marshmallows roasting mm. at 7 o'clock out by the fire pit, and that's where I'm going to go over this weekend safety. So I do need everybody to attend that, all right? Absolutely. Thank you so Absolutely. much. You said 7.30. 7.30, that's right. Perfect. We'll be there. And I'm in the process of, like, putting away some stuff I brought, and then as Dan starts to leave, I just, like, turn and follow him out of the cabin. Okay. And once we're out of earshot, just pull him aside real quick and be like, I just want to let you know that I am – a private investigator uh, working for this firm, and I am carrying a firearm. Well, did you register that with the Park Department? Yes. Okay. I'm just letting you know in case they had. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's all right. Uh, you do know that uh, that that the discharge of a firearm on federal property, whether or not you carry a license, mm -hmm. is is a, is a felony. Absolutely. I just wanted to keep you in the know that's my job here i understand that completely what i would ask of you mm -hmm. uh is if anything arranges at any point like i understand your license and all that but if anything comes up at any point where you feel like you're going to have to draw that firearm if you could get in touch with us first mm -hmm. i mean your cell phone's not going to work out here oh absolutely but the management cabin is just up the hill mm -hmm. if you could come up there and just let us know that something's going on let us handle it mm. It's going to be safer for everybody involved. I'm sure you know that. Though. Absolutely, and it's currently in a lockbox. I'm not carrying it on. Okay, okay. Just... All right. Well, if you get to the point where you feel like you need to carry it on, you just let us know, and maybe we can handle it instead. Okay. Absolutely. Just. All right. Well, up. thank you for letting me know. Yep. All right. Uh, as you're up, that guy was very rude, wasn't he? Not that oh, rude. Completely, Daniel. Completely. As I'm. I like... thought he was very kind. I think everyone has qualities that are both 
mean, rude, and beautiful and sweet. Oh, as yeah, she's... some people who think they're very kind are actually horrifically rude. It's what we call L.A. nice. Yes, I'm aware. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You're very good at it. <laughs> I've been told. I zip up uh, the bright pink onesie with stars all over it and put the hood up, and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to relax. You look it. <laughs> open open a, <laughs> a suitcase, and you see that he was definitely built, uh, he packed for the beach. Um, <laughs> I was misinformed. Uh, my agent did not give me the memo, just said that we were going on vacation. Mm. I don't believe your agent was informed that you were going here. That's like, fully. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, we're going on vacation. Didn't give me the details. I did though. Uh, well, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're gonna gonna want to. You're gonna want to check your legs for ticks every night. Great. Yeah. In fact, great. You don't got a lot of. Uh, <laughs> you know what's nice though? There. We're out of the city. There's not a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. Is I'm gonna start nice. up packing, and all of my stuff is perfectly folded and packed into Ziploc bags and layered exactly throughout the entire suitcase as well as a secondary um, hard box case that has all of my scientific equipment in it. Not bad. In like nice like custom fitted foam trays for packing. And I think while you're uh, unpacking, I'm also unpacking after putting the the, uh, onesie on and all of my clothing is packaged very, very similarly because uh, you and I actually hung out before we left. Mm-hmm. We rode up here together, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my favorite thing is that this, this accusation that this lawyer just, okay, I'm ready to relax now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> it's relaxing time now. It's relaxing yep. time. Make it I happen. am officially off the clock. Somebody, <laughs> somebody relax me, please. Uh, <laughs> Hand flask. <laughs> so uh, outside, uh, people have started to gather uh, as uh, Ranger Day- Dan is out there. I almost said Ranger Dave. Ra- Ranger Dan is out there, and he is uh, kind of clearing his throat, letting people know it's it's time. Okay. I... I- my unpacking was much faster than everyone else's. I have a big black duffel bag that I just kind of tossed on one of the beds. I had a, like I pulled a second pair of socks out and laid them on the bed, and then I put a Bluetooth speaker like <gasps> on a windowsill. Oh, that's incredible! Thank I, you so much. I can't believe I, I got that. under oh, yeah. the blanket uh, because she's too anxious to know where to go change right now. I just got under the blanket and put on her anti-tick long johns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm where I'm dressed exactly how you would expect <laughs> someone who goes camping like on a monthly basis to be. So how you're dressed every other day, but today? More or less, yeah. <laughs> but with like high-end hiking boots and socks and pants and like a button-down shirt and hat and just goes. So are y'all gonna go out to the thing or? <laughs> yes, I'm ready now. Okay, perfect. I still have a couple things, and you see that uh, Daniel has brought way too much stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and it's spread everywhere. Yeah, it's spread. It's <laughs> definitely spread out. Um, Did you pack for a month? Well, you never know what you're going to get into. So, like, it's better. To I be have prepared. one pair of pants. I thought we were going to be on the beach, but you always pack something. I have a formal, and I have a regular dress, like casual. So oh, you're gonna want to tuck your pants into your boots. Yep. You're going to get ticks. Yeah. 
Here, do you want these? I think we're a similar size. And I pull out a pair of cargo shorts. Oh, I have cargo. Like, that's, that's like, you see multiple of those. Oh. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) I see see multiple cargo cargo shorts. You have so many. Is that a stylistic choice, Daniel? Or is it a character choice? Character choice. Mm. It's Uh, what they say, without wardrobe, they don't know what to do. I don't mean to interrupt y'all's conversation, but if y- y'all would come on out oh, yeah. here, we do have yes, to. Yes, of course. I'm so sorry, Dan. And I, uh, I, that's all right. I, I, I like pull, drag Daniel away from his unpacking. I'm like, you can do it later. Come on. Okay. Hurry up. All right. You're right. Just there's routines. I typically have people doing this for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not prepared. Character growth. You're right. So let's so go as have you some more. Come up to the fire. There's been a space sort of carved out for you among the rest of the company. There's about. Uh, about 22 more people here besides you guys. Some of the other acting talent, uh, which don't really talk to Daniel, um, <laughs> and various <laughs> other members of the cast and crew, uh, and Ranger Dan says, all right, everybody, well, welcome so much to the Six Ridge Scout Camp. We're so glad to have y'all. This is uh, this is going to be a fun opportunity for us to teach you guys a little bit about the woods and for hopefully y'all to teach us a little bit about the film industry. Maybe we'll all be big Hollywood stars someday. And there's just a, a glare from Daniel and from everybody else, the tittering laughter of, you know, appreciation. We understand what you're doing here. Just cringing. It's, it's very <laughs> cringy. Uh, Ranger Dan says, all right, I just do want to go over a few things Uh uh, just a few points of safety while you're out here in the woods this weekend. First and foremost, I hope you brought your long pants, and I do hope you brought your hiking boots. We'd very much like you to tuck your long pants into your hiking boots to avoid ticks. You're going to get some ticks otherwise. Do check yourself daily for ticks, and you really want to get down in there and check all the dark, shadowy, moist areas where they may attach, if you know what I'm saying, and there's some uncomfortable laughter. Mm-hmm. Ranger Dan realizes that maybe he needs to pull it back a little bit. And he says, uh, 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 also, um, we don't want anybody wandering too far away from the campsite. When you get to sort of uh, the end of where our land is, you will see red markers on all the trees. That means mm-hmm. that past that, we cannot come to get you. You're outside of the national park boundary. You're just in the woods, and I can't spare the resources to come save you. So if you see a tree with a green painting on it, that means you're close to the camp. If you see a tree with a yellow painting stripe on it, that means you're about the midpoint, and a red painting stripe means that you have wandered off the reservation and we need you to turn around and come back. And then the next thing I'd tell you is fire safety. We do want you to make sure uh, a lot of you are wearing mixed fabric near the fire. That's all right, but we do want you to sort of stay away because we don't want these little embers jumping out and turning you to to an insurance claim. I'm sure you all understand. At that, some members of the legal department actually genuinely laugh. (laughs) Uh, And that pretty much concludes our uh, safety talk this evening if you do need anything you're not going to get any cell phone reception out here that's one of the benefits that's one of our uh one of the many things the amenities that we offer the the amenities that we okay up on the hill there is the management and he'll sort of point up and you'll see a small wooden cabin that looks like somebody lives there and they'll say that is the uh management cabin that is where i am at 
unless I am out on the perimeter checking things, anything comes up, y'all are free to come up there and let me know. Uh, I do ask that after the hours of 10 p.m., y'all keep it down a little bit. You can sing out by the campfire, that's fine, but no, no hooping and hollering because I'm 72 years old and I got to get my beauty rest. Y'all understand? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, with that, I hope you have a great time tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. I'm going to wake everybody up. We're going to do the first of our team building exercises. Can't wait. 6 sounds lovely. Thank mm. you. It's going to be one. I can't Six wait to do it with y'all. Bring your wet weather gear. We're going to get wet. All right. Y'all have a good night now. And he turns around and goes back up the hill. All right. Is there a, a lake? A river? What? Maybe. I don't know. Did anyone check the forecast? No. 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 I actually didn't think of it either job. for some reason. And uh, we can't use our phones to find it out. Well, you can just also look up. Yeah. I just, you know, it's dark. Can I turn to one of the many people next to us and try and pick out someone I know as being a responsible person from the company sure. and go directly up to them? Sure. And be like, oh my God, Janice, hello. It's so good to see you. Did you happen to catch the weather forecast for this weekend? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, I, I always prepare for that kind of thing. I'm, I'm sure that you do too. Absolutely. It's just a couple of them were wondering and I sure. don't like being right all the time. So if you wanted to go tell them. I understand. Well, I tell you what, um, I actually did a printout and she pulls out uh, a printout that is in one of those clear document binders like you used in high school. And it's got what it's got the packing list. It's got the weather for the weekend. It's got the meal plan on it. It's got uh, dangers in the area and points of interest in the area. I oh love Janice God. with my whole soul. She is me. Janice is HR. I don't know if you guys yeah. caught that. Yeah. Um, I, it's me every vacation. <laughs> Literally you. Thank you so much, Janice. I only printed out enough for each cabin, so you'll have to share it. Absolutely, absolutely. We're gonna hang it up on our door or something. Perfect. We'll figure something out. Thank you. I, I love working with you, and I take it, and I turn around, and under my breath, I go, I can't stand her. And Janice As turns around, and under her breath, she goes, pompous bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. So, um, I actually found this in my bag. <laughs> and I watched the entire God, exchange, so I know people. you're lying, but I'm just like, okay, yep. That's my fantastic. What's... And what, what is the forecast for the weekend? Uh, so there's no rain expected. Um, there is, uh, the, the dew point is relatively low, so it's you're gonna do every morning. Uh, but there is actually a river nearby. Mm. Well, maybe your uh, beach clothes will come in handy. Yeah, you said uh, getting wet, so yep. you know, maybe they have, I don't know. Uh, maybe we'll go boating yeah, together. Or, or river rafting, whatever's out here. Ooh, I mm. hope it's white water. White, I white don't water because it's fun. I don't know if it, there's like rapids rough. here, but we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. There are two sets of class. Uh, what's the the lowest class one? Mm -hmm. There's two sets of class ones listed on the map that <laughs> Janice provided. You know what? Yeah, yeah, we I might. Love this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a little bit. That's so exciting. Yeah, we'll oh, see. Man. We'll see what they uh, rope us into. Could I see that? And I take it back. Yeah, sure. <laughs> As she just takes it out of your hand. <laughs> and I want to read over the dangerous, like, vegetation, like, plant life in the area. Okay. 
that grows um, over there are several kinds of mushroom that if ingested uh, can be very dangerous there are some mushrooms that are edible as well uh, and it lists the uh, like a three paragraph thing in this document that Janice provided that tells you how to spore print them properly to know if you got the right thing if you version. Oh, I'm diving into that. I'm like, ooh. Can I take oh, out my phone even though it doesn't have service and take a photo? You told totally this and put it I'm back in my pocket. I'm taking a photo as well of the mushrooms and the how to spore print <laughs> because yes. And uh, then I'll hand it back to you. Thanks. And I look at that page and go. That's how people die. Um, <laughs> so, despite not having service, if I pre-download the maps of this area, my GPS would still give me rough location data. Yes, but the but but the GPS will not be particularly accurate. Yeah. So you'll bounce kind of all over the map. Yep. But yes, it will do that. Okay. So I, I can get rough. So I like look. I pull that up on my phone, and I'm like, we're roughly. In this part of the okay yeah cool 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 cool. I just have a brochure so I know where we are where did you get a brochure I was with you the whole time I picked it up on the way in I must have been on a call that's weird phones don't work thank you Daniel <laughs> I, look I'm here to help so the evening starts to wind down and, and you guys are in your cabin and mm -hmm. it's time to sort of knock out. Maybe one of you's already fallen asleep. The others have finished their packing. And you know, you get this feeling like as you put things away, even those of you, even you who despises this, you know what, this is gonna be a good weekend. You can feel it. You feel like the camaraderie of the people singing outside and the, the s'mores that are still settling into your belly. And you're like, you know what? I, I think this is actually what we needed. And maybe I'm gonna work on myself this weekend. And with that in mind, you guys all go to sleep. And everything's fine. And then the game is over and everything's fine. Okay. Well, perfect. Uh, well. That's so fun. <laughs> and then uh, the music cue changes. <laughs> Hold on. I just on. realized with us all working at a movie studio and me being a scientist... I'm literally just doing my friend's job of like making sure all the science on the show is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so can we get the uh, music to mm -hmm. switch to the ominous soundtrack? <laughs> mm. um, we should in just a second. I think uh, while we wait for that, uh, Daniel will go up to Colin mm -hmm. and just be like, at the end of the night, kind of. I'm laying in a bunk with a headlamp on, looking, reading a book. Nerd. You know, I think getting away from everything, especially after what happened, mm -hmm. it's gonna be, it's gonna be okay. Good. Yeah, I think Good. I'm gonna. There's not a lot of people, and that's the oppressiveness of just the city. Some decompression kind of. time. And yeah. Some self-reflection. So, he says uh, the self-reflection with a little bit of an edge. I, I never said it, but I, I just you know kind of looks around at making sure everybody's at least somewhat asleep. Wanted to say thanks. You're welcome. I didn't do it for you, but I'm not saying you did. But it is appreciated. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, I guess uh, wake up six a.m. Normal. Yeah, let's yeah, actually yeah. two hours extra sleep. So let's <laughs> let's get it. <laughs> I'm not used to that, but you know what? I'm used to this, so we'll be fine. Yep. And 
flicks off the headlamp and rolls over to go to sleep. Each of you slips into the warm embrace of sleep with that ember of hope beginning to burn in you. You feel warm and you feel comfortable and even though this there are bugs and and there's noises that you're not used to, there's a real sense of hope. And as you slide into sleep, you begin to dream. And the dream starts with you as a child in a place that you felt most comfortable in. And some departed member of your family that you cared for is there. And things feel good. You walk through a door that you've walked through a million times before, and when you open it, you are back in that moment when that thing happened to you. Whatever it was, whatever your memory says on your sheet, you're back there again, and you're staring down the barrel of this terrifying moment. And even though you're dreaming, I want everybody to add a minute to their sheet. Now you'll notice that gives you two, which means everybody will start with one distressed eye. The thing or the situation, whatever it is that your memory entails, it approaches you and it stares down and it's even bigger than you remember it being and it's even more heart-stopping than you remember it being. And it reaches up with its claws or its blade or its gun or whatever it is that it had that day. And there is a calamitous crashing noise and you're all jolt awake. Everything is pitch black, mm. except for the dying embers of the fire outside. <laughs> and I, I grab a flashlight. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Gonna let that play out and I'll tell you what you see. <laughs> oh, Daniel, oh. did you do something? Uh, no, no, I didn't do it. No, and I'm shining a light on Daniel. So as you shine the light around the room, there were three techs that took, there are about 12 beds in this room. Okay. There weren't enough of you because there's so many of these cabins that there weren't enough of you to fill them up. So you guys sort of took all these little four beds back in the corner. And then at the front, there were three techs. Mm -hmm. Your light incidentally plays past where their beds were and they have been ripped to shreds. There are, there's gore dripping from the ceiling. There's blood and limbs pulled in the floor in the middle of the cabin between you and the door. And there's just, everything has been sprayed with blood. Do uh, we all see this? I'm shining the light directly at it because I, I was swinging the light mm -hmm. towards you and I just froze. I drop out of my bunk and crawl into bed with Dorothy and put my arms around her. Oh. This is not fucking funny. And I pull the duffel bag out from underneath the cot, the bed I'm in, and I unzip it, and I pull a metal lockbox out, and I'm, like, fumbling around with it. Uh, I'm going to go to the front door, throw it open. So the moment your feet touch the floor, oh God. you start to walk towards the front door, and as you do, um, I would like everybody to make a roll uh, we're going to make this roll using our intuition and vigilance. Okay. You may upgrade your vigilance dice to D8 if you have investigation. 
So, what? So, what do we roll for? Yeah. So, what are yeah. We so, for? your attributes will be d sixes. Okay. Your skills will be d6s unless you have that investigation aptitude, and then they will be d8s. Cool. And then we're like also that. adding a distress dice? You are. Everybody's adding a d4 to their roll as well. Mm. Okay, hold on. Repeat what we're <laughs> rolling again. Uh, do you have the investigation aptitude? I do not. Then you will be rolling um, your intuition and your vigilance. Which is below Intuition it. and vigilance. As okay. all d6s. And then your d4 as well. Oh, okay. Feel. I did not get any ones, but I got a five. Okay, cool. So that's a what we call a common success. Uh, I got a six, a two, and a one. Was the one on the D four? Yes. Ha. So you got what we call a, uh, a a complicated success. You still will get the thing, but something else happens. Which is this is so perfect that it's you. <laughs> I got two fives. A one, a three, a four, and a four on my D4. Okay, so uh, just to let you guys know, fives and aboves are considered hits. So just count anything that's five or above okay. and tell me that's a hit. Mm -hmm. And ones... Two, two it, hits. Okay, excellent. Except for you, ones only count if they're on D4s. For you, they count on everything. Um, and so you got a common success. I have one oh, wait, hit. This hold on. This thing that we just experienced gave us a minute, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have because two I have anxious, I get... I, my you get three. That's right. So sorry. Let me. Roll no, you no. You only. Uh, you, you'll only roll okay. your other d4 when you get to four. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Got it. Got it. I have a hit and a one on my distress die. That's what we call a a a, a complicated success. Yep. So, for the two of you that made common successes, the moment Daniel's feet hit the floor, the pile of limbs and blood in the center of the floor lurched towards him. Oh. <laughs> oh no. You also oh, no. see this happen. But <laughs> you also see movement rushing very quickly because your face is right here to the screen. Mm -hmm. You see movement rushing very quickly to you from that side. Oh. Hold that thought. You see it. And when you see it, because you've got you've gotten what we call a complicated success, you did see it. But you go to recoil, and when you do, you fall face first into it. Okay, you got it. You slip and fall into it. Okay, so I, I get up and just ah! and then fall back, slip, just blood everywhere, all it's slipping around. Get up, I'll get up to the door and like shakingly just hold on to it. My mind is gone from what I was originally going to do, and I'm at the door, but I have no idea what to do next. I'm just what the. That? How are you responding to what you saw? I hit the wall and push myself out of bed onto the floor, okay. still like trying to open the lockbox that has my revolver in it. Okay. Uh, so you turn. As you're turning to push yourself away, it's kind of too late, but you realize it was a moth. It was just a big <laughs> moth. Yep. And you push yourself <laughs> off into the floor, and now you're also laying on the floor right next to this thing. Um, so what we're going to do now is I'm going to have everybody make a check for me. Yes. I have a question. Sure. My privilege is that I'm unflappable. So am I at a minute and a half? You, yes, you are actually at okay. a minute and a half. So you I didn't move. roll a one on my distress Excellent. tire or anything. So yeah, so. good catch. Yeah, you're, you only get six seconds, not a full minute. Um, so you guys... Uh, have all just seen this terrible thing happen, you think, uh, 
also let's let's go ahead and have everybody add a minute, mm. six seconds for you mm-hmm. for the pile of limbs and gore. The viscera. Yeah. Oh, so that's two more for me. Yeah. 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 Where where do we find privilege in the book? Because I just uh, need to check what mine. If you look, does. I, it's you'll have to look at either the index or the table of contents. Okay, because I'm a believer. I don't know what that does. Uh, that makes it easier to use your um, dread manifestations. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I believe you pay half cost for your dread manifestations. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So that's actually a really cool combination. That's a very cool combination. I'll check mechanically what mine does as we're going. But uh, so what we're going to do is I would like everybody to make a check using your um, coordination and hold on. One of the one of the problems with writing a game system is I never remember what we landed on with anything. It is your uh, intuition and vigilance. Yes. Yeah, so oh, it's the same thing. Oh. Uh, intuition and vigilance. Okay. And don't forget to add the distress die, and I believe distress dice for you should be two for you. And okay. does so the... I'm oh, okay. So I go up each. At, yeah, yeah. Okay. At every got round it, got it, got it. minute, you add another one. So two, four, six, eight, ten. And is there still the increase to a D eight on vigilance <laughs> if you have investigation, or is that was that only for the? Uh, specific... I'll allow it because this is an initiative roll. Oh no! Oh, an okay. Okay. oh no! Oh no! No. And uh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. My privilege just means that I don't have a challenge, correct? That's the only benefit mm-hmm. yes, I get. Yes, that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So this is embarrassing. Uh, I don't have dice. Oh, <laughs> you I need dice. You. I do need dice. Okay. <laughs> oh God. Well, he's fired. Thank you so much. Well, it's <laughs> been real. That's also uh, intuition and vigilance, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My roll went distress. real bad, so. <laughs> no, 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 no. Real, real bad. You are. Hmm. It's when we get to four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's every even number. Oh, yeah. so. I'm just in a bad way. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> I did very well. Well, good for you. <laughs> I had a charmed life. It's very All right, yeah. Tiffany, what was yours? I got two hits and a one. Okay, so one hit then. And Daniel? Two hits. Excellent. And uh, Dorothy? Zero hits, two ones on my D5, and two and a one on a distress die. So the good thing about uh, initiative is that uh, it just means you lose your turn for this round if you complicated fail, or if you catastrophically fail, you don't lose like all your actions. Okay. okay. Um, then I should also... And uh, Colin? One hit. Mine. Okay, so Daniel, you get the first opportunity to react. Is this, is this viscera creature still in here? Oh yeah, it's oh. in the middle of the floor. Like just like a pool that's moving, or is it a person? It's What's... a pool of gore and blood and clots, and it is moving towards you. Actually, I'm sorry, it's moving towards it's you moving now. Towards you me fell. now, because yeah. I fell and I'm closer to it. Uh, I think. Wow. I don't know why I was expecting you to be like, gonna miss you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, buddy. I'm gonna, since I'm at the door, I'm going to open the door. Okay. I think at this moment, I'm trying to rationalize everything. We work in the film business. Somebody is playing a sick prank. A sick prank, and we have a really good FX team. Mmm. Because those mid-budget films, they're always the ones that have like the really good, oh, really yeah. ambitious. That's really true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. so true. <laughs> and I'll open the door and I'll yell out, 
Okay, real fucking funny. Whoever's doing this, cut it out right now. Why would someone do this? Okay, I have to think about that because that's that's <laughs> a really interesting thing that nobody's ever done before. Nobody's <laughs> ever shouted into the darkness at this moment. Okay, no. cool. Um, so uh, oh, I don't like that response. He does that, and then we're gonna go down to um, Colin. So it's lurching towards me. How fast is it moving? Very slowly. Okay, so I'm I'm just scrambling away from it until my back hits the back wall, okay. essentially. Um, and I, at this point, probably finally get the lockbox open. Yep. And I pull the revolver out. Okay. You and guys... I'm just pointing it at this thing, but I haven't pulled the trigger yet. All right. It's moving very, very slowly, but it's still moving towards you. It doesn't seem to care about the gun. Uh, he just pulled out a gun. Tiffany. Uh... uh... Uh, she's like just making like uh, uh, noises while she's trying to think. And is there a role I can make to try and figure out what this is with my cryptozoology? You definitely role? can. Um, you can roll uh, an uh, let's call this an acumen and wit, and you can upgrade the dice with the occult, and you can re-roll any eights uh, because of your specialization. So I have one. Two, three, and my three for my wit gets upgraded to D8s. Mm -hmm. And then one for There you go. Oh, and then the stress die. Oh. <laughs> so that's a five, a six, a six, and an eight, and then That a is one. a phenomenal success. Oh, so just shy of a phenomenal success. Uh, so you instantly recognize this. Um, as being these creatures that are sort of fill or uh, created by this sort of death and destruction can be connected to many different kinds of entities. Just any time something like this happens, like a, a, a deposit of limbs and blood in the presence of dread uh, power, mm -hmm. this can happen. Uh, so you don't know what dread entity is responsible for this, but this is dread. This isn't a guy with a machete. There are monsters loose. This is a monster This monster. is a monster monster. We have to go out now. All right, Put Dorothy. the gun away and run. Uh, do I get the chance to react given my failure? Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm, you can react, but you cannot attack. Okay. Um... I'm trying to think, because I have research with a specialty in a cult. I'm trying to think of what I can do with this. Can I see if I recognize it from anything I've researched? You can, uh, but what I will, I will, I will not be able to let you do the upgrade. Okay. Because you don't, you're not, you don't have books. That's right. right. That's right. That's uh, right. But you do have the specialization in a cult. Kind of like recalling if I've seen it in a book before. So what I'll do is I'll let you roll uh, with one of your skill dice upgraded. So just okay. one of them turns into a D8. Okay. That's sort of a call on the fly because I, I think it's cool yeah. and I'll allow it. So what what Let's... am I rolling? So it'll be your acumen, acumen and wit. This is probably why we're such good friends. Hmm. Oh yeah, you guys probably gab about uh, yeah. the yeah, we've... monster fuckers. <laughs> you're monster fuckers. That's what it is. I'm like, did you see this new game called The Midnight World? <laughs> yes. 
meta. <laughs> okay, so I got three hits. Nice. Did you have to roll any distress dice? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, roll those. <laughs> <laughs> With a one. Oh, so that's on. two. Uh, still, two hits is good. Uh, same thing. You recognize it from a slightly different standpoint, though. Uh, yeah, all of that is true. It is uh, there. There's no specific dread being that this thing can be attached to, um, but you recognize that you read a, a book about this specific area at some point, mm, mm -hmm, and you mm -hmm. recognize these things tend to happen in connection very specifically with another thing that is much, much worse than these. And for the life of you, you can't recall what it was. Of course. These are a warning shot of some kind. Some, there's there's something else bigger. I, I, I can't remember, but th these are the babies. And now it's gonna take its turn. Uh, and it's going to, I'm going to say that you backed up far enough that it lurches towards you, but mm -hmm. again, it's very slow. You guys could easily just walk around this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, get my speaking of which, if, if, if everybody would rather walk around it than fight it, I'll dispense with the initiatives because it won't be able to catch any of you. Uh, if, if you're telling us, I'm not planning on attacking it. The gun okay. was a panic reaction. Mm -hmm. So unless anyone else wants to attack it, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm still under the impression that we're being fucked with. Right. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna hold on to this card just in case it mm -hmm. becomes important after this next okay. revelation and we can break out of combat. Time. Then okay. what I'd like to do, if everyone's cool with it for me taking a turn, um, once I realize how slowly it's moving and I'm a, I, I'm gonna get up move like onto the beds around it to create as much space as possible back to my bed grab my boots because i wasn't sleeping in them and i would while i'm doing all that and i'm just like he's it's very methodical like put boots on so that i don't hurt my feet and go outside get away from it do this i'm actually gonna i'd like to roll a cult with my paranormal activity or mm -hmm. paranormal investigation just to, to check my familiarity with uh, this. roll it uh, so it's going to be Acumen and Wits again? Like yeah, Acumen and Wits, okay. yeah. Are, are we like a B-horror film Oh, yeah, company? that's exactly what I was just about to say. That's yeah. the only way this makes yeah. uh, this much sense. Yeah. And then with um, a cult with a specialization in paranormal investigation, uh, do I upgrade both my... I have two dice for Wits. Do I upgrade both to D8s? No, 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 no. No, you'll just upgrade your skill dice, but you get to re-roll any 8s. I get to re-roll the eights, okay. Mm -hmm. And both, but both wits. I, I believe uh, you actually get to re-roll eights, or uh, so whatever the terminal number on your die is. So on d sixes you can re-roll sixes, on d eights you can re-roll eights. Okay. I think if that's not how I apologize if that's not really how it works. Oh, I wrote I, you the know, book. You know what? That's that's awesome. I really like that. One, two, three. Oh my god. Do I keep re-rolling? Yeah. <laughs> or... Exploding dice. Four hits. Okay, that's a phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so you probably wouldn't have put it, put it together, mm -hmm. uh, but the moment that Dorothy says it's in connection with something else, you think about this area and your own investigations here, and you recall that there was a story about the woods of somewhere in the Midwest mm -hmm. where uh, a group of campers was attacked by creatures that 
were made of pure darkness uh, that moved incredibly silently and that had connection to, you got a phenomenal success, that had connection to a being known as the Taker. And the Taker is this metaphysical concept of gluttony that destroys and devours everything. And you remember that the way that it was destroyed, the way that the, the event was ended the last time was there was a great central thing from which these creatures came from and there was a talisman that was put into it to destroy it. Okay. All right. Okay, so... I've created enough space away from it where I can put my You also on. noticed that the moment you stepped up, up on the bed, it stopped. It became confused. Does it start heading towards him? Because it starts heading on... towards anybody else whose feet are on the floor. Which would just oh, be no, you we're at still this point. in bed. Nope, yeah, that's yep. me. Yep, okay. so it starts heading right back towards Daniel. Get your feet off the ground. Why? Just please, humor me. Humor me. As you're responding to that, though, the thing that you did earlier is going to come back around. Um, I'm causing problems. Let's do it. You can't see much, but you do see the first. The, as you sort of look out into the night, you see the embers of the. Yeah. I have dusk sight. Do you want to activate it? It's only a minute. But sorry, it's only one minute. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it, but I won't like. I think. I thought you were gonna say I'll do it, but I won't like it. <laughs> yeah. I'll do no, it, that's but me. I won't like it. No, uh, uh, I'm probably just reactively and not mm-hmm. purposefully right. doing it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I'll spend a minute. So puts me at four. Your your Daniel has done this before. He he doesn't necessarily understand how he does it or why he does it, but ever since that night, you can see the markings that these things have, and they all have different markings. And how does Daniel see sigils? Does he see them as like line designs, like the art on your body right now? Does he see them as, or does he hear them as musical notes? How does he experience the the telltale signs of otherworldly energy? Ooh. Oh man, <laughs> what? And th- I'm thinking of the thing that right. I saw. So, um, I would say it's like a negative. If I'm looking at someone, it's like a negative version of themselves, and mm. it looks uh, there's like a deep shadow um, that radiates off of them. Okay, and it just feels sickening. Okay. Uh, in the stomach. So, out in the darkness, moving with... There's no way that something could be moving this fast and you not hear it running, but you don't hear anything. But you see one of those impressions, and inside of that negative... And it is bright white, which you immediately know to mean that this thing has to be marble or, or onyx black if it's that white. Yeah. And it's moving quickly in your direction, and as it does, you see sprouting up as quickly as they devour themselves these little almost like the thing on your forehead they're almost line art of gnashing mouths and when you look back at the thing on the floor it has them as well and 
Every single one of them has a symbol on them, though you can't necessarily identify it. Could he write okay. it down or recreate it? Uh, as yes. I see all of this, what you are saying just goes to like humor me, and I'm like. <laughs> And that thing, as you start to laugh, it, it was running past you. The moment you start to laugh, it stops and looks and starts creeping towards you like a cat stalking. Uh, looking outside, I'm backing up straight into the thing that's on the floor. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That is fantastic. That is well, so great. Well, all of that was happening, could I have tried to make my way to Daniel to push him like off the deck? Yes. So that his feet aren't on the ground anymore. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to just literally look at Dorothy and say, he's going to get himself killed. And, like, crawl through the bunk bed section and then just leap, jump heavy-footed on the ground and sprint and then just push him off the deck. Out into the yard? Oh, shit, yeah. I didn't see the thing out there. Okay. Okay. Well. So... <laughs> A couple of things are going to happen. Uh, the Love first it. thing this game's so real short. <laughs> you you stumble backwards and immediately get. Oh, I should ask if you're if you're trying to resist this or if mm -hmm. you want to see how this plays out. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. I'm I'm in fight or flight mode and I'm going to resort to my hand to hand training because. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So even without seeing Tiffany coming, you have a chance to stop. So what I'm going to ask you both to do mm -hmm. is I'm going to ask Tiffany to make a check using her. Uh, I'm going to call this strength and toughness. You can upgrade with hand-to-hand. -hand. And I'm going to ask you to also roll a strength and toughness, and you can upgrade with hand-to-hand. -hand. Uh, how many? I can only upgrade one? No, you can upgrade all of your skill dice. Because you have the appropriate... Okay. Strength so toughness, your toughness two would upgrade. Like yeah. Attribute and then I have two of these. It's so good. six is explode. If you have the specialization. Oh. Yeah. That's so I don't think, yeah. I don't. God. Ooh, exploding eight. No ones. That's good. So let's get these out. Okay. Uh, one eight, one five. So only two hits. Okay. So, uh, and you didn't get two hits. I got one hit and a one on so you because got, I'm cursed. So you got zero hits. Um, yeah. So... You see, sort of out of the corner of your eye, as you're reacting to whatever's happening out here, you see T Tiffany running at you, and you're not really sure what in the hell she's trying to do. Yeah. But she she tries to push you off the porch. Um, then I'm just going to not harm, but uh, it's not specialization, but a good stunt training is judo, because mm -hmm. it has grappling mm -hmm. sure. and, Absolutely. and rolling and offensive and defensive. This so corners the film people. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just hit roll her uh, off of me using her own momentum and throw her in front of me. And okay. So she's prone on the ground. So, <laughs> Tiffany, you rush. You, you are suddenly ass over elbows and you don't even know what happened. How you smash you into the ground hard. And you taste blood in your mouth. And you sort of lean up, and you guys can just see this in the embers of the dying fire. And, and there's also 
From the other side, a flickering orange light that looks like fire, but you're not sure where it's coming from. It's around the corner of one of the cabins. There's another fire over there. But it's not providing a ton of light. From these dying embers of the campfire earlier, you see Tiffany push herself up onto her elbows and onto her knees. And she stands, and as you turn to look back at him, right in your face, there is a solid black carapace. It is shaped vaguely like a head, but it is impenetrable. And it is connected to a neck that is plated just like that. There is a thin humanoid creature made of darkness darker than the night itself, and it is face to face with you, and it is it has no eyes, it has no openings that you can see, and it turns its head like this. So as a monster question real quick, um, because the thing that I saw in my memory was a void of negative space that moved like a man. Would this be the same thing? This is <laughs> not the same thing, okay. but it definitely looks related. Okay. Do you same have that too? <laughs> yeah! Can I also see it? Yes. Does, and does this sound like the shadow creatures? Almost okay. certainly. I go completely still and silent out of... It leans closer to you and it issues a, a, a series from somewhere within it of grunts and high-pitched whines, and then again, tilts its head towards you. I will whistle as loud as I can. It be, makes it immediately looks towards where you are and starts running into the cabin. I am going to grab my hydrochloric acid from my science kit. I'm just gonna chuck it at it. Okay, uh, so it's going to, it runs right past you. And okay. <laughs> okay. Through the well, door. While I know it's it's probably not the same thing, it's related enough. <laughs> Question. Yeah. As you're throwing, it runs straight past him. Yep. Does it run into the amalgamation on the floor? It just stomps right through it like it's not there. Okay. <sighs> And I'm going to wave at Daniel like And it is going so it is coming for you, but me. you throw. So what I want you to do for me is we're going to call this a coordination and toughness. Sweet. And you can upgrade with marksman. I don't have that. <laughs> I see her throwing out of the corner of my eye, yeah. and I'm giving it a second before I bring the oh, wait, level. Just stress okay. dice. Oh, no. Uh, no hits and a one on the distress. Ah, oh. uh, that's what we call a catastrophic failure. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we got a couple options here. Well, you can either let it ride and see how this plays out, or you can spend six seconds to just ignore that you had distress dice on that yep. roll. Yep, okay. yep, 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 yep. Done. Yeah, you don't want to play with acid. So you got instead <laughs> a complicated success. Does that double for you, her because of her anxiety, the six uh, seconds? No. Okay. okay. Uh, are are you sure? Because it's it's, it's twice my clock rate. Okay. Yeah, 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 but Whenever not I for gain. spending. Anything that you spend, you don't gain doubles. Okay, that's why you're spending okay. seconds right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you ignore the distress dice and instead only get a complicated success. So you're going to throw it, uh, and I am going to. I just want to see what happens because there's like almost <laughs> no way in hell you're going to hit it if I roll. So I'm gonna say it didn't know that you were there, and I'm gonna let it roll because I really. Yeah, I'm, I'm very distracting. Church lady on the bed the whole time. I'm ve- and I'm very distracting. So <laughs> this uh, this fl- uh, little little jar hits mm-hmm. it right in the side of the head, 
And just in the light, remember, the only light we have now is the flashlight and the embers outside. Mm -hmm. And you see it hit, and its head sort of snaps to the side, and it looks in your direction with Did that sort of bizarre... Did it all on impact? Oh, yes. Okay. And all this acid hits it and starts to smoke. And you see bits Ooh. of that chitin start to kind of etch away. And you Ooh. see underneath it what looks like musculature and teeth and a mouth that you didn't see because of the way that it was closed. <gasps> but now you realize it has a huge gaping maw full of razor sharp teeth and it's sort of turning its head towards you. But because you rolled a complicated success, you also fell and you fell directly into the ooze. <laughs> yep. So. so you are going to take three points of damage. Ooh. Okay. So I just, do I just Yeah, just mark, mark it out, okay. yeah. As I didn't know if health this thing was starts to, be to dissolve in. your clothing and your skin, it is also acidic. Oh, fun. I'm getting the fuck up. Um, since she's now distracted it and it stopped yep. and turned, I'm going to shoot it. Okay, so now we're going to go back to this card. <laughs> huh? I am going to roll for... Now we got two creatures to deal with, not instead of just one. The mm. Devouring Fantastic. Shade. We You're welcome. We could have just... <laughs> Thanks for wow. yelling. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. And I believe Thanks shooting is going to be coordination and toughness. Uh, coordination and toughness upgraded with firearms. That is that is absolutely right. You don't have. You have a gun and you didn't take firearms? I The, the gun was a spur of the moment idea when I was like, wait, I'm in a private inv I'm investigating these people. Oh, my God. All right. So. range enough. <laughs> We're gonna nope. start. Uh, I will. I, I'll, I always go to players over NPCs if we tie on initiative. So we're going to start, uh, and I'm gonna let you. This you're starting off the round, so I'm gonna let you roll, and I'm gonna make my defensive roll. One hit. All right. That's it. What is my? Oh, my reactions. You got this. Uh, coordination. Coordination is very your high. confidence. Where was that confidence yesterday? <laughs> <laughs> Hidden in a little old lady. <laughs> okay, that's a six. Uh, so you fire, and it is as if it almost preternaturally reacts to the sound mm -hmm. and moves its head to the side. And you just, you, you just sort of chip away a bit of the chitin, but you clearly don't damage it. And it turns and charges directly at you. Okay. Uh, and it will be Daniel's turn. Cool, cool, cool. Um, oh man. What am I doing? I <laughs> I'm not really the person to go and fight these things. I am waving at you. Yeah, I, I will move closer to uh, a Tiffany. And then, um, yeah, I'll, I'll just yell, just, get out of the cabin! Get, get out of the cabin now! Don't move closer okay. to me! Uh, the shade is going to close on you, mm -hmm. uh, and it is going to uh, reach out. As it does, its hands, its fingers almost look like they're breaking because they're unfurling mm. into these long talons. And it's going to try to wrench around the back of you and pull you towards it. Uh, and you can resist with your coordination and reaction. You may upgrade if you have athletics. Okay. Or hand-to-hand. -hand. I have neither. Um, can I tell you what I would like to 
do. Sure. And maybe that'll... I'm going to try to dodge, but I'm mm. going to try to dodge sideways and throw myself through the screen and out, out of the cabin. Okay. If that cool. affects anything. Not going to affect your dice didn't roll. So. Yeah, yeah I didn't think it was going to affect the dice, but just in terms of how it's how it's a trying to attack me. Yeah. Um, so what am I rolling? I'm sorry. Uh, you are going to roll your um, coordination and reaction. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't like that. How many hits did you get? One with a one on my distress. Oh, no. So I got five net hits. <gasps> mm-hmm. Uh, I do eight damage to you. Okay. <gasps> That's so many. That's a lot. That's, That's so many. Quite That's, a lot. That's a big number. Uh, two so sets will bubbled in. It reaches behind you, and you see uh, it, it happens so fast and so cleanly that at first you don't even feel the pain. You just see pitchforks jutting out of your chest as it has grabbed you and has now impaled you and is pulling you towards a head that is beginning to articulate. All right, and oh that's fun for us all. Uh, I am going to, Tiffany, what's up? Okay, so I actually just had a wonderful idea. Um, I pull, I go into my onesie pocket and I pull out my phone and I go to the Bluetooth setting and I am trying to connect to your Bluetooth speaker. speaker. Oh, that is so good that you set up earlier. Oh man, oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. I am I'm loving this a lot. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, you are able to do that, um, and I'll ask you to do this. Just roll a yeah. single d4 for me. I just want to see if your if luck hates you. Three. Okay, uh, you connect. The moment you do, the JBL goes. Doo -doo -doo. And I uh, play. Uh, I press play on the last song that was playing and max the volume, and it's crawling in my skin. Of course it is. <laughs> That's as far as we can go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that was in eight seconds, right? We're good? Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I just blast it from the So, speaker. fantastic. That's that's really good. Um, Colin. Yeah. What are you doing? Since I tried to dodge and failed miserably, and it's opening its maw, I'm gonna stick the barrel of the gun in its mouth and start pulling the trigger. Oh. Oh, I like that. Um, <laughs> into the clip. It's a revolver, but yes. <laughs> Just, um, it's a special, it's got a you clip got on the bottom. <laughs> okay, uh, okay I'm gonna ask you clips? to roll your, uh, your Coordination and toughness, mm -hmm. but because of being point blank and it kind of not really having a lot of options here, yeah, uh, I'm gonna let you upgrade all your dice. Okay, right yeah. I like it. Do you need more? No, I'm good. Okay. I don't get that many dice for that. I do have an idea, but um, I want it to narratively come up. Oh, I'll take that. Which means I have to know what this is first. Let's okay. talk to you. Two guys. hits. Two hits. All right, so you've got one net hit. I believe the damage on a revolver is two. So uh, how much health does it have? Not a ton. Cool. So uh, you stick it in and you fire the first time and it screeches and recoils and you guys will see a big plug of this darkness. I'm going to take this off for a bit. You see a big plug of this darkness pop out of the back of its head uh, as the bullet rips cleanly through. Uh, it is now Dorothy's turn. I'm sorry, it is now... Yes, Dorothy's turn. Uh, so... This is a long shot, <laughs> but I have ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to attempt 
So I've already like scrambled to get up. I want to see if I can grab one of my syringes, get it into this thing and extract something from it. Okay. The thing on the floor? Or the, no, the, the thing shit that's got okay. you. Because we blew off part of its armor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I would like you to, that is gonna be, <laughs> I'm gonna give you an option. It's gonna be a snowball's chance in hell. If you're trying to jam it through and just come hell or high water, that would be strength. If you're trying to wait for an opportune moment to poke it, I'll let you use coordination. Okay, yeah, because uh, because since we yeah. since I knocked off that part with the acid, I'm waiting until I can. Okay, get so in whichever that part. is higher, strength or coordination. The same. Yep, they are both <laughs> and the same. Nice and toughness. And I'll let you argue because I know you're going to. What aptitude you think I should allow an upgrade? Science. I'm doing a science. I'm gonna say this. Uh, for those out there who weren't or wondering how this game works, uh, I would not normally allow that. <laughs> if you're watching this to learn to play. However, I do tend to give bonuses for good ideas and for things that are gonna come up later. So I will let you, this one time, young lady, use the science aptitude okay. to upgrade. I, I mean, I additionally have research occult I'm trying not to lean on that, but just the whole like I'm trying to yeah, I'll, learn I'll more about this. The... Once. I'm already up to my fifth hour. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> oh my minute, 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 fifth minute, fifth minute. Okay, so that's one, two, three, four hits. No fails. Four hits, no failures. <laughs> Tiny claps. Um, oh no, those two turned over and you totally made it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you, uh, you, you don't get a lot though. Uh, yeah. You get maybe, maybe 10 cc's yeah. of this oil. This, this, the, and that's why you, yeah. you get so little of it because it's- It's, it's too thick to thick. come through the needle. It's yeah. like, and you can smell it as soon as you- <laughs> And then a gun D goes off. DMs know what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you said it out loud was beautiful. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm his DM. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, uh, those two dice were canted. Yeah, so the moment that you pull it, uh, you are... Uh, you are you begin to retch at the smell of it. Yeah. It is the smell of... And it is released into the room. Oh. Add a minute, please. Uh, just this intense smell of rotten meat. Uh, okay. And so, uh, but but you have about ten cc's of it. Okay. Uh, okay, cool. That I believe is I'm, everybody except the ooze. The ooze yeah, is. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, cap that. Keep it. The ooze is. You're out in the yard. You're sort of still on the deck. Yep. I think the ooze is gonna come for you. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> in, it doesn't out. get She's to you because it's still quite uh, quite a ways away. Because you you very specifically said you were stepping out to the deck. Yeah. So it you see it clear as day that Uzi started to move towards you. Cool. Okay. I I will try and do something that will probably get better as we go along. It's actually your turn, so you sweet. May. My idea is to I don't know how it can sense things, but I would like to use charisma manipulation and acting to make myself a monster. To make it think you're one of them. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, uh, 
Go ahead and make a roll using your charisma and your... I don't think this thing has something that would allow empathy to work on it. So I'm going to say this is your charisma and manipulation. It hasn't seen your latest picture, Danny. It hasn't seen your latest picture. Okay, there's that. And then... And I'm going to roll all of its social dice. Uh, oh, it has zero charisma. Fuck. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I will ask, do I get to enhance with acting? Yes, I'll allow that. Okay. Yeah. I'll roll my dice. Welcome to running for three GMs. There's a lot of I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, now, I say this because this is something that I might try and do like better and better going okay. through. Sure. If you wanted to make it not as good and maybe only make one of them an eight right now. Uh, No, no, it's good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because not all of these creatures are blood ooze. Some of them are smarter than that. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. No fails. Uh, that is one hit and one exploding die. Let me make that happen. Uh, and so three hits. Three hits. Okay. Ooh. So you sort of do this thing where you stomp, 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 quiet, 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 as if you're running away. And then you very you sort of watch the way that this creature moved, and it is moving the the big one, the the humanoid. It is moving silently, but it is sliding its feet. And man, you've done enough method at this point that you're like, I can do that too. And so you slide your feet a little bit in just the right way. Now the ooze has stopped moving towards you, and doesn't seem to know what to do. Okay. Um, so that worked. Now the shade is going to attempt to kill you again. Okay. Just, and that's how um, we won a Saturn award. And yeah, that's how I won a Saturn award. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Uh, so again, you're going to do your coordination and reaction. Hmm. Now I'm trying to decide if I'm a creature actor or if I'm like a face mm. actor. Are you like an Alex Ward? Or? Yeah. Yeah. You're Beast from Beauty and the Beast. You're both. <laughs> You're a creature actor trying to break. I into also face. only got one hit, which means I only apply my base damage. Okay. Uh, so this time like it does. It reaches out, out with its once. this this articulated mouth and it rips into the side of your face. Oh. Okay. Uh, it is going to do two more damage. Uh oh. I got two left. You gotta uh -oh. go. You got, yeah, it's holding me. Did, did you know you gotta leave? Oh. It's literally you know? got like <laughs> you know? spines through uh, me. I can't get Colin, away. Colin, what are you doing? I'm pulling the trigger again all in right. its mouth. Sa same thing. I'm gonna downgrade all of my dice, and you may upgrade yours you, because you it still can't get away. In the mouth. That's why, like, I'm pointing through the brain. I, mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it has one. If it has one. Wiggle it around. Well, you know, some insects, their brains are in their butt. If, yeah, might have a dinosaur butt brain. <laughs> Three. Three. So even though I roll relatively well, you still got one. That's going to be three more. So you pull the trigger, and when you do, like a big, like big softball-sized section of the back of its head, like opens like a flap, and you see it kind of, and you feel the uh, the pitchforks remove from you as oh, they shrink God. back down into its hand, and it collapses to the floor. Do you need some morphine? <laughs> And off in the distance, right after the sort of echo of that second gunshot fades, you hear that growling and high-pitched whining coming from about five different directions. And I, the music is still blasting, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. We need to go now. Yeah. I throw my phone under the porch deck and just 
look at everyone with big giant wide eyes while holding my mouth closed and just start walking away. Okay. Uh, I will continue to confuse the the special effects blood. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know it's not that anymore. Um, uh, to at least allow them to get out. Okay. I'm grabbing my whole science kit and leaving. I'm not going back in. I got no shoes. Yeah. I'm roughing no it. Shoes. Let's go. Yeah, no I'm still in, so I'm just grabbing because at this point, something in here might help us. I got I got yeah. acids and bases. Let's okay. do this. <laughs> I grabbed the entire duffel bag that I didn't unpack. I just like got okay. my clothes out of it and then shoved under. I just grabbed the entire thing as I bounce across the beds. And once I get outside, I'm going to just start getting their attention and pointing towards that ranger station. Okay. I was heading that way as yeah, well. Okay. I'm just like... Uh, I will point out the other glowing light source. Yeah. Is that opposite direction of the ranger station or on uh, the way? It is, but it's only like... It's just around the corner of the other cabin. Okay. And we'll head there first. All to right. at least uh, possibly save some extra people. Uh, some extra. So, <laughs> about that... They prefer uh, to be called background. Oh, sorry. <laughs> God bless America. All right. Uh, so you come around the corner of that building and you see the generator is what is causing this light. The generator is on fire as it has been torn to pieces. Uh, that's what you were, weren't hearing. The sound of the generator. You didn't wake up because you guys work on film sets. You're used to the sound of generators. It helps yeah. you sleep. You didn't quite catch that that's what was missing. Mm. But the generator has been destroyed and it's on fire. Uh, see, seeing that, uh, do we do we go in and see if everybody else is fine, or do we just let them sleep? Because sound seems to be attracting it. Let them sleep. Let okay. them sleep. If they didn't wake up to the song, I don't know how to help them. Or, or the, the gunshots. Gun or the gunshots. We've and done then, a lot that could have woken them up. We need to go. And I think now that we get more closer to this burning light, because we're walking through darkness. Yes. Yeah. If, You've been mm. out in the middle of nowhere, but there's no it's light. And I just look at Colin and just like... I am super fucked up. Did he... And you see, I'm covered in blood and viscera as well. I'm like, did get you? Like, what? I, I mean, I we, think I'm fine. We just need to keep moving. I'll deal with it later. You can... Yeah. Now you can see, like, there's a chunk missing from, like, this fleshy part. And oh, Tiffany wait. just quietly says, that's enough exposition. Let's move on with the plot. <laughs> and oh my working. god Colin I just saw I just saw your trauma trigger mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no that's the worst one to have for this story mm-hmm. uh, so there's they, music blasting from there nearby. is music blasting that's mm-hmm. probably going to go away at some point yep. uh, alright speaking of which uh, you are now uh, your dusk site is still active it's technically the same scene you're seeing more of them Probably five or six of them are in the camp now coming towards that cabin. Then I will use that ability to be like, no, 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 it's this way, it's this way. And You're like, helping everybody avoid them. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, even though you may argue and be like, it's uh, the quickest path is this way. I'm like, no, 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 there's something over there. Let's walk around this way and be quiet. Are you like cluing us into the fact that you can see stuff? Uh, I will say there's something over there. I won't say exactly Why don't you actually make a roll using your intuition uh, and wit, and you may upgrade... Actually, let's do intuition and empathy. 
Okay. And you may upgrade with psychology to see that he's hiding something from you. I don't have psychology. I have psychology. Can I also roll? You can. And if you're trying to, are you trying to hide that? Do you want to do a contested roll? Um, sure. Okay. I was sure. gonna say how good. Of then an let's actor do you? uh, your charisma. <laughs> yeah, because it's your it's your thing. Let's do your charisma and manipulation. And yes, you can upgrade and specialize. Does getting fours on the d4s mean anything? Those don't count. Mm -hmm. Okay. Essentially, those are just there to cause the risk of a fit of exactly. a catastrophic. Okay. Oof. Wow. Daniel's not three that hits. Bad. Okay. I only have two hits. Uh. He does seem to have suddenly a competence that you didn't necessarily know that he had before, but one thing that you guys know about him, especially you being his friend, uh, you know, a lot can be said about actors being kind of silly in the things that they study, but they study a lot of different things. And so every now and again, a well-trained actor will just pull out a skill you didn't know they had. Mm -hmm. So suddenly he is getting you around these things well, but you're not really sure. He does occasionally peer in the distance and move, but you don't know if he's looking at something or if he's just thinking hard. I'll keep it in mind. Okay. That's when you're my like, photographic oh, that's memory. Right. <laughs> that's when you're like, oh, that's right. There was that movie he was a tracker in. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I'm fine with you guys being like, something's off, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. but not knowing exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question Perfect. about my trauma trigger. Sure. Since you were being held by the creature, does he smell like that vial? And does the vial smell? <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you okay. because otherwise you're going to go completely bonkers very fast. Uh, but th there's enough of it there that your heart is still beating fast. You can still, but you're, you never do that thing where you, a, a smell that you absolutely hate, mm. even after you remove from it, you're like, am I really smelling it? Is it in my clothes? Yeah. Like that's it's like mm. all over me. It's all over you, but it's not enough to cause more minutes to accrue. It's just there. It's like it's when you honey. see a dog with mm. fleas, it feels like you have fleas on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, you guys are going to the management cabin, mm -hmm. to, yeah, to we're Ranger Dan's see, cabin. Yeah, counselor slash Ranger Dan. All right. I'm realizing in this horror, I might not hit my trauma trigger. <laughs> Uh, no, right you guys now. actually, one of you lucked, uh, two of you lucked out, and one of you lucked in, I guess is the <laughs> opposite of lucking out. Um, so uh, you guys begin to walk up this sort of gravel path, uh, and it, because that music is still blaring, it, nothing is louder than that right now, mm -hmm. until you guys get just out of view of the embers of the fire, and you hear... Uh, several more of those high-pitched whines and those guttural uh, noises, and you hear a huge crash, and that music stops. Go ahead and take a minute. Um, and you are in pitch black darkness except for a flashlight, and you're in complete silence. And we're going to tick to the next scene, so your vision fades. <sighs> That's good. That's good. Love that. Love that's that. Purse. Love that person. Now you're only as you know as you hold a flashlight, you can see the management cabin. You're probably less than twenty yards away, but it sounds like every step on this gravel is a shotgun. I turn the flashlight towards me mm -hmm. so that you all know I'm make gesture make without speaking. Look at me. Mm -hmm. 
and I'm gonna shine the light around on the ground to see how how much we need to move to get off the gravel, but still going towards the cabin. The best bet would be to go through this little section of woods because the, the path is really abutting the wood line. Okay, so we have to move into the trees. You probably have to go through the trees to do it. And I'll, I'll gesture with the flashlight towards there. I give a thumbs up. And um, I start yeah, making my way very carefully with my bare feet. I'm trying. the only one wearing shoes, aren't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because we all It's been ran. real slow. Which, but means, also which been actually probably means quiet. I make more noise than you on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Take your shoes off. How many steps will it take me to get to off the gravel? I mean, no more than four or five. Which I could probably do in two if I just yeah. very carefully take huge steps. I'm just going to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, I will gesture and say I, I don't see them anymore, just with my gestures. Um, and then, yeah, we'll go into the woods and, uh, you know, it has been comfortable going up the gravel. So, you know, how much more comfortable is the woods going to be? Because right. we're all, all but one of us is barefoot. <laughs> so, uh, what we're going to have happen to everybody who is barefoot, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I want you all, I want everybody, including uh, you with the shoes mm-hmm. on, to let's have you guys make a check using your um, coordination and I'll tell you what I'll give you I'll give you choices. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to lively get around without falling and hurting yourself, uh, I will allow you to roll coordination and composure, and you can upgrade that with athletics. Hmm. If you're uh, trying to just power your way through. I will allow you to use resilience and toughness. Again, upgraded with athletics. So, question. Yeah. If I do coordination and composure, will my larceny come into play at all, or does that not? Is that I'll allow it. Okay. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. I'll allow it. So, um, just upgrade my composure dice to d8s. Mm-hmm. Well, that. <laughs> what was the second option in... to brute force it? Yeah, if you're just. just yeah, taking those quiet steps, no matter how much it hurts. Right, because it, you guys are all trying to walk quietly. The question is whether or not you step on something. And that was coordination and coordination and composure. Composure. Because you're going to step on things. That what we're really doing here is to see if you step on something and scream that makes you call out. Could I, instead of using athletics, use centering? Because pain is body, mm. and the mind is stronger. And I am un- unflappable as well. I'll allow it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I have centering as well, but I don't have unflappable. I'm anxious. It's literally the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she gains men at, at half the rate and you gain them at twice the rate. <laughs> We're great Besties. friends. Yeah. <laughs> you guys actually worked out very well. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, I have three hits. And a one-on-one of my distress dice. Okay, common success. Uh, you are able, because you're not barefoot, mm-hmm. but you're able to move without making a lot of noise. You make some, and, and every sound to you, now that you've figured mm-hmm. out what draws these things, every sound is the loudest thing you've ever heard. And it's like watching a quiet place. Yep, Beca- yeah. because I am wearing shoes, so it's easier, like I don't have to worry about hurting my feet, I'm just worried about being quiet. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I'm can I use the extra time I have to like be like shining the flashlight directly into the path they're trying to walk as opposed to my own to be like here like avoid the sharper stones yada yada. Yes, and I will take that into account when I find out what their roles are. Okay. <laughs> I uh, used six seconds to ignore my distress dice because I rolled a one, and I got two hits. Okay, excellent. Oh, yeah, uh, I want to do that as well. Yeah. Oh, forget can you I, can, can do I actually that. do that to yeah. ignore the um, the one I rolled? You certainly can. The, and oh, then, then add I... that to the, like, trying to help them. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so I want to spend six to ignore this little mofo, uh, but that will fill my seconds with a couple left over. So it just goes back to one, oh. but your minute goes up. Okay, so because because cool. I, I have four left, so I didn't know if that's yeah. It doesn't I it doesn't replay. continue wrapping. Okay. Once okay, it hits okay, twelve, okay. it just goes back to one. Like, but but your minutes go up. Minutes. And I am now at three distress dice. Uh, I, love, the... I just want to point out, I love my game. I <laughs> like <laughs> uh, it's a really fun bear. game. <laughs> it has changed a, a lot in two years. It has. <laughs> I had a complicated success, but I spent the second to. So regular success then. I had a, so. I had a complicated success, but spent two. Excellent. Uh, so you guys, you know, it hurts to walk through here barefoot, mm-hmm. but with uh, Colin helping you see the way, you're able to go without impaling your foot on anything and you're able to make it to the cabin. Uh, and when you look in the door, or when you get, get up on the porch and you see that there are no lights on and the door is broken and laying sort of half in the cabin. I shrug very like animatedly like, what do we do? I sweep through the inside with the flashlight. Uh, so it's it's sort of set up as again it, he you know Ranger uh, Dan lives here, mm-hmm. so you see towards the back that there is a bedroom, and you see that without needing to shine the light into the room, you see that there are some very characteristic, wet glistening mm-hmm. uh, presentations on the wall of the bedroom. Presentations is such a word. With the 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 fast. Light movement is there uh, a radio? Uh, be the there station. is a radio, but there's no power. Mm, right, because the gender yeah. generator. Yeah. Did you say gender? The, the, the generator. God the gen- damn it! Gen- I think we just created <laughs> something. Like Terminator, but generator. That's. No, I was gonna it. say generator is what gets me up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say it's what gives babies their genders. No. It just yeah. <laughs> the generator. The generator. You um, generator. You put them through, through the machine. It. Uh, so yeah, the generator was destroyed, so there's no power coming to the radio. However, you will see uh, a what looks like a a rifle safe on the floor. It's about yay tall, and it's right next to the radio. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Mm. I'm going to bend down quietly while everyone's looking through the cabin and just scoop up a handful of the little gravel pebbles and put them in my pockets. I know where you're going with this. So when I, I do the quick sweep to show I think we should stay here and look around. And once everyone kind of doesn't disagree with that mm-hmm. or and is starting to look in through, I, I will start slowly scanning. Okay. I'm going to go past the bedroom door quickly just to, so they don't have to see more detail in that room. Yep. Um, but looking to see if any of those creatures are in here. You don't see anything moving in here except for you guys. Uh, there was a fire 
but it has been you actually as you pass pass or you know guide past it you see it was scattered all over the floor so you don't know if you're not really sure what happened there but uh, everything was sort of pulled out and thrown around nothing is on fire but the fire was disrupted uh, and you see again uh, you'll see the radio you'll see the rifle safe that that he's looking at right now uh, you'll see a small kitchenette um, Again, the, the uh, microwave has been torn out of the wall and thrown on the ground. Uh, the refrigerator has been destroyed. So anything that produced any noise at all has mm -hmm. been destroyed. Okay. The fire would have been crackling. Mm. I'm going to go to the nearest flat surface, uh, put a couple drops in a slide for my microscope and see what I can see. That's in, an interesting question that in I don't think Icker. I've ever thought about before. Uh, okay, so... Looking, uh, I guess, to, to assist, looking specifically for anything I could recognize that I would have something in my kit that counters it, such as looking for a heavy base in the blood, I would have chemicals that could react Why don't you give it. me an acumen and wit? You may upgrade with your science. Uh, and I just upgrade one, right? No, you upgrade your whole dice pool if you have the appropriate, or not your whole, I'm sorry, not your whole dice pool, your skills. So all, however many dots you have in the skill, that gets upgraded. Yeah. So if you have and so I'm doing acumen and wit. Wit, so, that's so just yeah, one. upgrade your wit, okay. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And okay. does Dorothy actively working with this reactivate the smell? No. No, okay, it's, good. Okay, good. you like it's literally little, put little one dots. drop and then yeah. squish it in the slide. Okay. You have I don't a feeling know how if, you were, it if is. you were up there in it, it would be a problem. But okay. Yeah, I'm specifically like away from everybody else. <laughs> no! That's good. Uh, I got three hits and one on my distress. Okay, so you don't immediately see anything that would like you know, there's nothing that's going to be incredibly reactive with this, mm -hmm. uh, but you definitely do see that this is corrosive. In fact, it's already starting to eat through the slide. Perfect. It's not like Taking fast. Taking the slide out All right. before it damages the microscope. But immediately your thought is uh, wounds that are caused with this sort of corrosion, if it sticks around, like... Uh, there, you, you've got something in your kit that can neutralize that. Okay. So if I had succeeded in my follow-on roll from the bite, mm -hmm. you would have been taking damage over time. You can stop the damage over time. You can neutralize okay. the acid. Yeah. Uh, okay, um, we're all in the cabin now, mm -hmm. moving around. Is the floor creaking at all? I'm, I'm just standing here listening. It, it is creaking in a way where you feel like if there were one of these creatures in here, now that you've seen that it would destroy the fire for crackling in this enclosed space, mm -hmm. if it were in this room, this would be it would be on you immediately. But it doesn't seem to be attracting anything. You're you you're not hearing those sounds. Not here. I'm not here. So it's not traveling. Yeah. The sound isn't traveling. Yeah. Okay. yeah once I heard a creak, stepping wise, I mm -hmm. would have lightly tapped until I found the crossbeam and then walked along the crossbeam. Okay. I'm gonna just gently tap you with my flashlight and hand it to you. And then I'm going to pull the headlamp out of my duffel bag. Okay, right on. And I'm gonna put the duffel bag on the flat surface that you were setting up at, just away from you, but like mm -hmm. within reach of everyone. 
and I'm going to put the headlamp on and turn it on. Uh, okay. I will point towards the with the flashlight. Um, towards the gun safe? Yep. And I'm just going to nod, and I'm going to do the key motion, and I'm, then I'm going to gesture towards the bedroom. Okay. And I'm going to head that way. All right. Uh, uh, I'm going to pull the dumb. I'm not going to say loudly. I'm be like, Dan! And I just turn into it like this. <laughs> uh, I'd like to search the cabin for anything that might help okay. you not be bleeding everywhere. I, okay. Um, Should be a first aid kit here. Mm-hmm. There's also a small, like, band-aids and stuff, mm-hmm. butterfly things in the duffel bag. Work. Um, just because I'll say, like, Colin used to go, still does go camping. He has a small wilderness sure, first sure. aid Good. kit. But, like... It's not enough to like fix. Ev- he has yeah, punctures from back out, <laughs> out through sternum. Yeah, like. yeah. yeah. So you, you are able okay. to find uh, a more advanced uh, EMT kit that mm-hmm. Ranger Dan keeps, okay. uh, and it has stuff that can sort of address, you know, the the the, the infection risk of the wounds. Mm. Uh, you're not going to be able to find anything yeah, like that heals wounds, yeah, yeah. but you're able to make sure they don't get any worse. Perfect. So we can like pull it in and bandage. Does Ranger Dan, almost called him Ranger Rick, have a uh, portable defibrillator? Because uh, AEDs are generally they are available there. Um, I'm just gonna have you roll a D4 for me and tell me what it comes up. Okay. Also in that kit is four. There... Ah, excellent. Not only does Ranger Dan have a fully serviced uh, and well put together AED kit, um, but it's one of the ones, because he happens to be, to maintain his paramedics license, it's one of the ones that you can manually discharge. Yes. In that first I'm acquiring kit, weapons. Is there like a face mask that I could put on? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to put that on and like crumple it a couple of times so that when it's moving on my face, it doesn't make any like noise. So it's soft fabric and hope that that muffles my mouth breathing. And scent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, sense. While they're doing all that, I'm going to Dan's room. You're following okay. me? Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys step into Dan's room, and you are confronted with pretty much the scene that you thought you would be confronted with. Dan, uh, some of Dan is here by the door. Some of Dan is still in the bed. Uh, there is, right beside the door as you walk in, there's a huge hole in the wall, which was caused by the shotgun that is still clutched in one of Dan's arms. Uh, unfortunately, the shotgun has been torn in half also. Uh, make big boom. Dan's face is largely still intact, and it is glaring with open-jawed, wide-eyed horror at the door. Um, and he what is still in his uniform, and he does have his key ring attached. I'm going to wrap my fingers hand around all of the keys mm-hmm. so that I'm holding all of them so they can't jingle. And then I'm going to unclasp it from the belt and just hold that up. Um, The shotgun is destroyed. Destroyed. Are there shells? Yes. I'm going to collect all of the shotgun shells. That's what I was was gonna Um, suggest. And put them in a cargo, I'm wearing cargo pants. Sure. Um, Put them in a pocket. Useful. Yep. So many cargo pants. (laughs) Um, Is there any fabric I can wrap the keys in? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's blood-soaked fabric all over Dan. There's also... Uh, Pillowcases. Uh, probably um, 
time. Gauze? Not gauze, the tape that... Oh, uh, you, the medical The medical tape, tape just real quick. Oh, yeah, just wrap some medical or, uh, tape around all the keys. I can't remember what the stuff's called, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Coban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hand you the keys and okay. let you deal with that while I continue searching the room. Got it. Uh, okay. So I just uh, carefully, like, put them in your the palm of your hand so you can close your hand around it and then... Bring it to you and be like... Get, what? I'll point out the tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull the tape out and start... Tape... Tape the keys in a fan pattern in case we need to use them. That's a good idea. Yeah, she'll, I'll gesture that of like. <laughs> okay, I'll hold them out while you tape them, and then uh, I'll go and see if the. Katana fan of keys. I'll go and check the the gun locker. Yep, yeah, absolutely. One of the keys opens it. Cool. Uh, inside, you will find a shotgun and two nine millimeter handguns. Cool. Cool. Um, I'm going to check the kitchen for knives and forks. Oh, yes. Dan uh, considered himself quite the culinarist. Oh. Culinarist? Chef. So uh, there is a big Culinary block artist. of um, really nice Cutco knives. I'm going to take the block. Not take the knives out because they will clinky clink. I'm going to take the block and just sit it into my bag with all the foam okay. uh, casing. Uh, I would have given you the two hand handguns, and I'll take the shotgun and bring it back to Dan's room and be like, show that, hey, I got one, and then check to see if they're the right gauge. They are. Mm. Okay, good. I, I, just, I hand you the box of shells that I cool. grabbed from, I'm assuming, like, next to mm-hmm. the bed. Um, I would like to search the room okay. for anything unusual Dan might have had, but I'm specifically looking for a talisman or something like that. Okay. Uh, so I'm not going to make you roll. Uh, I'm going to say that you search the room and you don't find a talisman. What you do find is a small journal, kind of like this one, but much more beat up, much more ragged. The leather is old, doesn't smell very good. Uh, and it's not put anywhere specific. It's not put somewhere hidden behind a special compartment. It's just, like it's just out with a bunch of other crap, candy wrappers and coins, mm-hmm. as if he didn't even really know what it was. Okay. Uh, and you unwrap it and you open it and you see a language. You, you, you can assume that it is a language. It is pictographs and perhaps lettering that you've never seen before. And there are many, many different illustrations. You do see an illustration of the thing that attacked you. And you see different illustrations of it completely articulated out. And you see an illustration also of what looks like a giant mouth. And then, from out in the parking lot, a car alarm goes off. And right now, we're going to go ahead and pause for our break. Uh, it's 9 o'clock. Oh my god. So let's take our break. We will come back after that, and we'll finish this up. Yeah, about 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Yeah. yeah. All right. This is awesome. <laughs> See you guys soon. D4 is a 5e Dungeons & Dragons live actual play stream and podcast starring co-DMs Dustin Fletcher and Devin Henderson, with Katie Downey as Seisha Vallisbard, Patrick Logan as Voss, Ethan Monsor as Harold Hobbleton, Katie Atkins as V. Vederock, and Rhea Sunshine as Vinley Gallinodale. To find out where to subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our community with extra content on Discord and Patreon, visit d4dndrpg.com. 
please consider taking a moment of your time to rate and review us online and tweet us at D4DNDRPG as word of mouth and recommendations will help us continue to grow so we can share stories with you all. Thank you for listening and being excellent to each other. Hey everyone, Dustin here. We want to take a moment to thank some of our BFF patrons from the BFG tiers and higher. Cameron M., Christina P., thank you so much. So, how does it sound so far? What was your favorite part? Not too dry? Should I add more exposition? Dialogue? Oh, right, I should probably wait for you to finish first. Don't, don't mind me. And so that's when I... No. Uh, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks for allowing us to have a moment to collect our thoughts. Without further ado, let's go right back into it. In the stillness of this cabin, in the silence that has become sacrosanct, uh, you are blasted out of it as a car alarm goes off in the parking lot. Now, the parking lot is at least uh, 50 yards away, but that car alarm sounds like the loudest thing that has ever happened. <clears throat> that could be somebody. It could be a creature. Yeah, it could just be a creature crawling on a car. Just ignore it. Can we see it from here? Or can we just yes. hear it? You can. So you it's can like the parking lot next to the ranger station. Yep. Oh. But, but 50 Hold on. Yards. How, yeah, like 50 yards away. 150 feet, roughly. That's Thank you for not, that conversion. That is not that far away. No. <laughs> Tis not. 50 yards sounds like a long distance. No. 150 I, feet does not sound like a long distance. Can I rush to a window that faces the parking lot to yeah. see if there are yes. people moving around? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you find <clears throat> the closest window that isn't stained with uh, Ranger Dan, oh. and you look out into the parking lot and you do in fact see this car whose headlights are coming on in a flashing display during this alarm and through each of those strobes you see people moving down there <clears throat> real quick looking in this cabin does dear old ranger dam have any stashed hooch oh thank you for 10,000 percent i I am going to take, how many Molotovs do I want? Uh, Whatever has the highest AB, ABB. Uh, yeah, anything with the highest ABB, I want to take as Sadly. two to three bottles of it if I can. Sadly, this man is a man of taste and not of... So, uh, <laughs> so you'll see that there are, there's a bunch of different things. Um, there's some decent scotch. Uh, there is some wine. It seemed that Ranger Dan was a Pinot Noir man, as it turns out. Uh, <laughs> but back behind all out. of the stuff in the front, back behind the liquor, back behind the wines, there are just two mason jars. Oh, taking those. Okay. <laughs> uh, give me your flashlight. Flare gun? Yeah. Give me your flashlight. <laughs> uh, roll a d4. Cool. And I am going to quietly try and open the window. Did you roll a one? Yeah. Just, just um, means that there's no flare gun here. Oh, okay. I tried to <laughs> open the window. Okay. And I'm going to click on the flashlight and start wildly waving it towards the car. So okay. that it, it's very distinct that it's a person waving it. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, so three... 
I think three, yes, three of these humans, these people, it's weird how I said that, right? <laughs> Two of these human people. No, uh, three of these people out in the parking lot do not seem to notice or respond to the light. One who is sort of crouched down behind the front end mm -hmm. of one of the buses very, very clearly sees it. Uh, but you're still kind of far enough that the flashlight plays over the person as soon as you see that they've reacted. Mm -hmm. um, you can't tell who it is. You know that it's somebody that was with you, but you can't tell who it is. Um, and so, yeah, you got their attention. Uh, I'm going to start pulling the flashlight in a pathway towards where we are. Okay. Like guiding them with the light. Like Along you the need to get over here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so she stands up, um, after about the fourth time, you see that there's a registration of understanding and she stands up and she peers towards where those other people are that have gone back to doing what they were doing. I mean, they never stopped. They're just sort of walking amongst the cars casually and you see her look out at them and then pull her head back and you can see that she's shaking. And then she quietly starts trying to step down this pathway that you're illuminating. Um, she's moving very quietly, very slowly. She's crouching. And she keeps looking back over her shoulder at those people who don't seem to notice any of this. Could I roll something to see if she's seeing something I'm not or if she is afraid of the people? Uh, you could play your flashlight over to the people. Yeah, I'm going to whip it over. They're not people. They're, the, they're three of the black things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I slowly move it back to her and keep going a tiny little bit faster. Well, seeing all those, because I've been to summer camp, uh, does the ranger have a compound bow? Ooh. Roll a d4. While, while all of this is happening, <laughs> I am actually just Two. actively ignoring all of it. Okay. I am still in his bedroom. Yes. And I am looking at the, the journal I found. Okay. And I'm going to. Can I roll a my occult and see if and my paranormal investigation and see if I can start deciphering any of it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. What is your uh, dread manifestation, by the way? Frostbite. Okay. Uh, yeah. Where, where is? Oh. Oh. I've forgotten about this the whole time. Mine's <laughs> reflexive cognition. Uh, yeah. So uh, that means that. If you do try to hit something, you actually have a better chance at hitting things oh. by using that. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, look, I got a two looking for that bow. Okay, uh, so you are able to, you can't find a compound bow. Uh, he's got an old recurve bow though. Perfect, I'll take it. Okay. Sling it over and take a, a quiver. Okay. Worth. Right on. Uh, and so you go ahead and make the acumen and wit roll uh, and upgrade and specialize. Because bows are quiet. Yeah. Er. Uh, something, while he's doing that, something clicks in Daniel's head. And if you'll allow it, for whatever reason, <laughs> camera crew brought cameras. But it's in a cabin very far away from here. Cameras wouldn't be. The cameras would probably still be on the buses out in the parking lot. Okay. That, oh yeah. Oh. At yeah. least some. At least some BTS cameras. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This and and I have BTS. something of ever since then. 
I've tried to recreate the things that I saw. And that's why I really got into this style of horror movie. And uh, something clicks and goes, I can recreate it. And uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slip out. <gasps> Do we see you slip out? Oh, I no. think y'all are all distracted. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're looking yeah. for yeah, Bo. Looking... You're in the room, oh, and you're trying to help the girl. And oh, you don't God. know that she's about to. Oh, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna start Holy like Marisha Ray anxiety. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, you guys are giving me anxiety. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay, so. You're searching the house for the bow. You find yeah. that you're working with the string. You're really kind yeah. of paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you are oh fully invested in this journal. Three. Three. I'm going to get right back to you. And you are trying to guide this young lady up to the front porch using this path. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> I've run this story many times. This is my favorite version of this movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. So... This book, uh, you rolled three. Yeah. If you would like to spend three seconds mm -hmm. and give yourself a D8, one more hit and you'll have a phenomenal success. <gasps> oh, yeah. I already spent six to get rid of my one on my distress. Uh, okay, then we can't. Yeah, because you can only do six a turn. Okay. Uh, okay, so you still don't recognize this writing. Okay. Um, this writing is in no uh, written language that you're familiar with. But what you do recognize are the styles of these illustrations. Because they're very technical, and even though they're done in pen on paper, they, they look almost like they were printed out as a version of a tech spec. They're just very meticulously well done. Interesting. And when you're sort of looking at the maw, it's not the maw that you're really paying attention to. It's that style, and it clicks with you. You have heard stories about a cult that is uh, dedicated to worshipping and preserving the living earth. Now, they supposedly died out a long time ago, back before the Industrial Revolution. Mm -hmm. but supposedly. Supposedly. <laughs> but you have seen this same style of illustration connected to them. And you remember earlier that thing about the Taker. Functionally, they serve another creature like it, but different. Can I continue ignoring everything else around me and do this again? Do it, take another turn to roll again. You are, you, you can start to roll again. We will have to see if you're able to mm -hmm. ignore what's about to yeah. happen. Oh, I don't like this. Sound so you quietly come out of the front door <laughs> and you, you're very carefully make sure that the screen door doesn't. Uh, like slam. Close. slam. Yeah. yeah. That's go, for the creatures, not because I'm trying to sneak out. Of right. Course. Of course. Of course. You go down the stairs quietly and you don't see her because you're very focused on what you're doing and because he's not, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 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 Ray is the one doing the, the light. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, she's not illuminating the girl, she's illuminating the ground in front of her. You can't see it. 
So when you suddenly step forward and there is just a woman in front of you, you may be able to control your reaction, but she can't. There's just a person here and she screeches one quick burst and slams her hand over her mouth. And I will give you the, the, the uh, course of a short sentence to determine how you are reacting to what just happened. Sparta kicked that bitch away from here. <laughs> uh, my first instinct is to push her away from me um, because I'm walking in darkness. Yep. Um, I'm probably looking around, but not directly at where. And then, so it. I'll even roll if you want me to hold composure but uh, if not like I can be silent and then just my reaction instead of screaming is to push her away I, I am going to have you make the roll mm -hmm. uh, I am going to have you make uh, we're going to call this one a oh man like my, I feel like I have tachycardia right now <laughs> uh, we're going to call this one uh, a resilience okay. and composure Okay. Which you can upgrade with centering. I don't get it. Haha, <laughs> eat it. I Damn. so a mechanics question. Sure. Um <coughs> things happening that would have been a part of our memory of like this horrible thing occurring mm -hmm. uh, that exposed everything to us. Would that cut I hate that I'm mechanic teacher, do we have any homework? Yeah. Uh, would that cause a trigger? Would that cause... Would that trip your trauma trigger? Yes. Uh, because... Oh, that's on. a good I question. You know what? I'm going to pass it to you. Somewhere. Look at my then the thing. Mm -hmm. Because it's happened twice now from someone else. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Uh, because you're... the. The, the weird thing about uh, PTSD is that sometimes, in fact, quite often, the actual trigger doesn't seem to have any connection with the event you know you remember being the thing that caused your PTSD. Mm -hmm. In fact, my triggers tend to be things that are so wild that I don't even recognize them when they happen. I, so you're, I have a sound trigger in my IRL PTSD, which yeah. made me think of that of like, wait a second. So, <laughs> so even though that is what happened that you viewed the tr your trigger, your trauma trigger, did not okay. work out quite the okay. same way. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, so that so the trauma trigger is the consequence. So I'm not going to add another consequence. Okay, um, but I, oh, that, that was also a teacher. Do we have homework? Considering my trauma trigger isn't going to happen in this story. Uh, but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to get you were already the, the highest minutes at the table. So yeah. I think we're look, good. Look, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Right? I'm not far behind you. Uh, yeah, okay, so before I roll this, before you roll, say if it's a catastrophic failure, mm -hmm. I have a shotgun, <gasps> and I'm watching this. Yes, you you're the only person who can see the whole thing that's happening. Two hits, two hits, no ones, no ones. You, I, I assume you said you you kick her away from you. Yeah, just push you, her away. That's you, my reaction. Okay. Uh, you have this brief moment, uh, a millisecond, where you have to make a decision, and you know what? It sucks, but it's the right call. She's already screwed. She's not taking you with her. Yeah. You And you see this whole thing. You see this moment where he comes face to face with her. They stop. 
she does this and he kicks her in the face and scrambles backwards and it's that fast they're on her and now she's screaming and now you can hear the sounds and you can't see it all you see unless no i guess you shine your flashlight on it so you can fully see her being ripped to shreds and she's screaming and reaching out for you because of things that have happened in the past Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna ignore it and i'm gonna keep doing my mission but everybody, uh, actually not everybody, just the two of you will be adding minutes for having just seen that. That's happen. fine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do we hear this? Oh, absolutely. How many minutes? Just one. Okay. I'm going to move as far to the back of the cabin as possible away from the screaming. Okay. Can I roll composure to ignore it and say I didn't even hear it because I'm so absorbed in what I'm doing? I'm not going to make you roll composure for that. Uh You cannot possibly ignore it. You can keep doing what you're doing, but there is a woman dying out there. Like, you definitely notice it, but you yeah. can just be a dick about it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> you're not really being a dick. It's not like you're going to save this person. I, I, I am a strong breeze away from collapsing. Right? <laughs> you, you know, I'm just failure. at the back of the cabin, like... I'm assuming I, like, have a collapsed lung at this yeah, point. Yeah, 84% so. of Colin's body is Band-Aids right now. So. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I will completely ignore it and continue just being absorbed by this uh, journal. So I'll call this an extended roll. Do it again. Um, and I'll say, uh, my watching it, mm-hmm. I would say it didn't seem malicious. It seemed panicked. And at this moment, it's kind of exactly what he said. It's like, there's nothing I can do mm-hmm. unless I want to die too. And so I'm moving forward. So you know I'm out of the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. The light starts following you. Uh, so back to you. Uh, you remember now. You remember. This cult was a techno cult of the earth which is why you remember it because it's very bizarre that an earth-based cult would also be like technology devoted to technology um you remember there being stories about this cult where it's been it's been a great curiosity of paranormal investigators the 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 descriptions of this cult because the technology that they had when described sounds very much like technology you actually have today Hmm. and some of these books are 200 years old Mm -hmm. but they're talking about things like Mm -hmm. cell phones and they're describing them in a way that some people have interpreted to be similar to these things Uh, and you remember the name of the cult is Core Worlds and you also remember um, their symbol. They have a, a symbol that is a, a flat disc of the Earth, just like an a, a icon of the Earth. Uh, but it is uh, every you know s- certain number of uh, or, or certain space. This color changes just slightly to a different grade until it's all the way down. Okay. So just as if there are many Earths inside. Got it. Okay. Um. My privilege is eidetic memory, or photographic memory. Um, So I, I, mechanics question, I shouldn't have to roll if I want to try to find that symbol anywhere. Like if I I see the symbol, I'm immediately gonna know. If you ever see the symbol again, you will recognize it. Okay, and then also anything 
related core worlds or anything similar to what's in this journal? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, you will also note because you got an exceptional success that though this journal seems very old, mm -hmm. it seems very old because it's just been degraded and left. It was left. It was in the woods, yeah. sort of thing. When you look at the writing on the paper, as you feel the paper, this is not 300-year-old paper. This is a really cool journal, but you could have bought it at Barnes & Noble. This is a very modern journal. All of the writing in here is modern. It's written with a, probably a ballpoint pen. I'm going to look around the room. Okay. And see if there's any handwriting of Ranger Dance. Okay, I'm going to come back to you. Okay. Uh, Ray. I... I'm sorry, I've been, I've been calling people interchangeably their characters' names. Let's go. <laughs> Tiffany. Sorry. Thank you. I, uh... Oh. What do I want to do in this moment? So they're all swarming her, and my flashlight is starting to follow him wherever he's going. I'm going to click off the flashlight. Okay. and close the window and move deeper into the cabin towards the front door area to the front porch okay. and just wait quietly, not taking up the doorway, but looking out. Okay. Daniel, what? how are you dealing with this? Uh, <clears throat> there's a car alarm going off. There's a woman screaming. I'm alone. It's dark. Uh... I am very quietly trying to make my way towards where I know at least some camera equipment is. Still still going with the plan. Yeah. Poor Trudy had to die for this plan. We got to do it now. Okay. Um, That's the monk's wife. <laughs> I'm going to have you, uh, because of the, the just, th this, is a, this is a place that you're at uh, right now. You're trying to do something that is at best ill-advised. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have you make a keeping it together roll. That's okay. right in the game for DMs. <laughs> Everything is ill-advised. That is a terrible idea. Ah, uh, but does it serve the plot? <laughs> and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when I was looking up the rule for this just now, I was looking it up in this very attractive 224-page hardbound Ooh. book with full illustrations and professional layout. Uh, I just... Wow. Yeah, so anyhow, Ooh. that was, for no reason I brought that up. Um, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you do a resilience and metal roll, which you may upgrade if you have centering. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, um, oh, metal. metal. Sorry, it's yeah. Yoga Besties with centering. Resilience? Uh, it's resilience and metal, Cool, yes. cool, cool, cool. It's hard to be a stone cold, cold killer when you can't remain stone cold, huh? That's real. That's real uncomfortable for you. I love that for me. I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna push, push, push that. Um, so it would be uh, two hits and a one on the. How do you have so few dice? Because it's resilience two and metal one, uh, and and two distress. So is it a second or a minute? That would negate the the one. Six seconds. Six seconds. Mm -hmm. Oh, so six of them. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. 
It might be cheaper to spend uh, three seconds and roll a d8 and see if it comes up a success. One's a sure thing, on, one's not. The it's a gamble. Join the six-minute club. No, I'm, I'm going to go to... So, hold on. I'm only one, at two, three, three minute, one hour, three minutes, and seven seconds. An hour, six minutes, and one second. Did you second. add the minute for watching Trudy get murdered? I did add okay. six seconds for that. Because oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm un- You're unflappable. <laughs> uh, uh, I have time to spare, it. so I'm just going to burn it away. Okay. Hell yeah. Uh, and so you got the two successes then. Yep. Let's see here. Uh, so you are able to do this. You are able to push through, but this is not a normal thing that you're doing. This is not uh, a humane thing that you've done. No. Uh, so you may add a minute to your clock, but you are able to keep it together and move back towards the buses. We're going to come back over to Dorothy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there goes three. Given the layout of this cabin, can I see the parking lot? from the room that I backed into because I tried to get away from the front door. Not really. So you can see through the door, you can see the window that leads out into the parking lot and you can see the flashing of the lights, uh, mm-hmm. but you can't really see because you're up on the second okay. floor and you're looking down. So it's yeah. it's not really from where you're at now. Because my thought is because I have the bow and I have that reflexive cognition to attempt to provide cover if I see him in the parking lot. If you go to the window, you could you could absolutely do that. Okay, so I'm just essentially going to knock the bow and watch for you. Okay. Outstanding. Um, Colin. I'm trying to compare Ranger Dan's handwriting to the hand to the writing in the book and see if as an investigator, things like uh, if it was the same pen, uh, the weight, how heavy the hand is that made the pen, things like that. So, because obviously it's not, yeah, I can't compare the handwriting. It's not sure, English. But. Sure, sure. Uh, I'm gonna have you make a. Uh, we're gonna call this one an intuition plus hmm, intuition plus wit, and okay. you can upgrade if you have. Uh, I'm gonna give larceny. I'm gonna allow larceny to upgrade. I like that. That's a good roll for me. Um, two, and then two, three for my intuition, and two for my wit. How dense is this forest? Pretty dense. Good to know. Good to uh, know. I wish fours battered. Because <laughs> both of my d4s are fours. Um, I'm going to spend three seconds. Okay. I'm actually tracking them with the dice. Um, and that's that's the 3d12 method? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I'm going to add another D8 to my roll. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, that's a um, what? phenomenal success. Four. Four. You yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you just change so you the number are able to find uh, some examples of Dan's handwriting, and uh, it's very, very clear that this handwriting does not match. Okay. Uh, so. The handwriting in this manual <laughs> journal mm-hmm. is extremely concise even though there are pictographs that you don't understand lines are extremely clean and even though it's not lined paper all of the text is exactly aligned it's very meticulous mm-hmm. uh, whereas the first time you find Dan's handwriting it is absolute chicken scratch Okay, uh, but sorry, you, you're sort of like uh, as you're looking through this letter uh, that you saw that he wrote um, you're leaning on the desk and you just your hand moves in just the right way that you just you immediately recognize that as being a false bottom. Just 
you know, you being the kind of fella that you are. <laughs> um, I'm going to look for a way to remove the bottoms quietly, because a lot of times those are going to, like, they have a click or something. Just so trying. happens that you're very familiar with this specific model. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I have this desk at home. Yep. And so you know that there's a way that you can uh, uh, manipulate it, that you can remove it without any sound whatsoever. Then I will do that. Underneath, uh, you find a, a piece of art, let's say. Uh, a little bit bigger than a sheet of legal paper. And the canvas that it's on is, is a kind of leather. Uh, and it smells okay. horrible. Mm. 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 People skin. Uh, and there is a, a drawing on it that is nothing at all like the drawing of the maw in the book. You recognize it, recognize it immediately as being the same thing. But it's... But one of them is very clean and meticulous and has lines drawn away that point to what that is. This is... From the smell, it is not blood that was used to paint this, but it mm. definitely was something. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm. Uh, and... On this, you see uh, sort of scrawled in this very similar handwriting to Dan's mm -hmm. across the bottom, uh, all hail he who eats. And I'm going to let you digest. Digest. Mm. <laughs> Tiffany. Has the woman stopped screaming? Oh, yeah. There's a, there's a, there's a gurgling noise. If you'd like to put your flashlight back over there. I'm going to go around the side of the, like, out the front door and around the side of the building. Because I assume, is it is the cabin facing the parking lot? Or uh, the cab away? So the, the wall that's facing the parking lot is here, and this is the side with the door. Okay. So I'm going to go out and look to see if they've moved on from her. Uh, they are, yes, they are beginning to move on. Uh, and... I'm gonna watch to see which ways they go. Is the car alarm still going off? Um, Those things will go for damn near an hour. <laughs> yeah, so it is still going off, but at this point- They've lost interest in it. They've lost interest in it. It just, because it seems to be, maybe it's repetitive or whatever, or they've investigated and don't know what it is. They seem Hopefully to have left it alone. Muffling my footsteps. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm counting on as well. Imagine you stepping to the beat of a car alarm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that same tactic to attempt to get to this woman's body. Okay. Because if she was in the parking lot, she was probably going for a car, which means she probably has keys to a car. That is a very solid idea. Let's see how it plays out. It's bull move gun. Uh, I am going <laughs> very to... Bull move gun. Uh, in the interest of time, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to let you get there. Uh, and I'm going to let you see that she does, in fact, have keys. Uh, and she's got a key fob, and a little red light is blinking on that key fob. Oh, it's her car. I'm going to pick it up and get back to the cabin. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I say, I thought you were going to go, ee, ee, and then turn it off. Okay. Oh, Once I get to the cabin. <laughs> uh, they definitely screech the moment that that singular beep happens, mm -hmm. and you see there. Oh, actually, you don't see anything because the lights go off. Mm-hmm. You well. You have the flashlight. You're able to hear. Okay, you see. You have the flashlight. Um, you see that they they turn their heads towards it, 
and wait. And when it doesn't make any more noise, they just go on about what they were doing, which is sort of a patrol of some kind. Okay. Clarifying with my last roll, you said I was able to get to, to the, the... Yes. To the bus. To the bus, okay. So you're there. But then... And you can't see anything. It's very dark. And my, uh, I'm going to say my dark vision just got ruined because I was next to a car with its lights going <laughs> <Yep. off. laughs> I am now blind. Uh, but if you wanted to, you would be able to at least see them and where they are. Yeah. I think, uh, I think another, it's going to be anxiety driven. And so it goes, it goes off again. Um, okay. So is that a minute? It's a minute. Boom. And you now see them, you see your friends, and at the front gate where the welcome house is, you see something. And it is not like everything else. It is huge. And you see that there are actually, at first you were blinded, now you see there are many somethings. There are maybe four or five that are circling a larger something. You're not sure what it is, but it is pure dread power. Do my friends, associates, colleagues, um, do they look dread imbued? Uh, they do, but they look the same way that when you look at yourself. Okay. Okay. So the sigils on us are almost just like a like marked mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yes, generally sigils are they are however your character would perceive them so uh, unless you have yeah. dusk sight you've never seen them but if you do yeah have i mean it, like for him though seeing like mm-hmm. when you saw the sigils on us it's just more like we're marked not necessarily marked, yeah. we're yeah, a yeah. part of it yeah, yeah. yeah marked okay. and you would uh, uh you will be able to recall these in a way that you can communicate to people later to the cool. rest of your horror movie research staff yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh yeah because authenticity um <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm still I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I mean Okay. I love how you're like that's a bad plan. That's I know a terrible it is. Terrible plan. Let's, I see what you're going for. Let's go. Um the okay. book gave me certain things. I'm gonna use them. Did you look back at the house at any point? Yeah, if I see that you, you would have seen me hanging out the window with a recurve. Cool. Like not pointed at you, but clearly pointed like in your direction, and maybe we're friends enough that you know I'm trying to help. Well, to be clear, <laughs> you would have seen a strobe effect of her oh, hanging yeah. out the window with a bow. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you're gonna try to get in the bus and get the camera equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, interest of time. I'm not gonna make you roll. Uh, I would like you to. Tell me what you're gonna do. You're able to get one of these cameras. Okay. The others you think you could get to, but they're behind stuff you have to move out of the way. Okay. Which... I'll, yeah, I just want one that is working good enough. It doesn't have to have an extended amount of time, just enough to get footage. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'll get one camera and I can see where these things are. You can. Are they close? They're 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 not far enough away for you to feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, but they're not right up on the bus. Okay. Uh, as you are sort of looking out, you hear a jingle and you look down, and the keys to the bus are in it. Uh, no, I, I got to film the big thing. 
I gotta won't. film the big thing. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do it. Hey, let's get out of here. No. 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 no, 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 this is this is great. I just want, when all is said and done, for your character to remember as the lights go out, those keys were in that bus. Okay, let's keep going. I, uh, um, I'll leave them in the bus, like in the ignition, yep. so that it, possibly a quick getaway for somebody. Sure. I'm not gonna sabotage anything. Are you, so would we see you get out, just like with the camera and stay in the parking lot? I'm gonna come back to the, uh, to the cabin. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna let you make it back to the cabin. Cool. Uh, without further incident yet. Mm-hmm. It's almost like I'm lulling you guys into a sense of security. I I'm digging it. <laughs> Do it. Let's <laughs> die. I have so easy. I have so much equipment. I will burn this forest down. Well, <laughs> I do something very openly when he walks through the door. Sure. I'm going to activate my dread manifestation, Janice's gaze. Janice's gaze. gaze. Uh, and I'm going to turn to you and say, when did you decide to kill her? And you have to answer truthfully. Uh, truthfully? It didn't. I panicked. She screamed. It was her or both of us. Okay. That is an interesting use of that power. I think that's the first time I've ever seen that done. I like that a lot. There, there was, I'll say there was a hesitation, though. Uh, a hesitation he, in your answer, or, or hesitation, you say there was a hesitation? No, no uh, there was a hesitation in my answer uh, for other reasons. To be, to be 100% clear, I want to I let you guys know this, though. Mm-hmm. She didn't ask you a question. She looked at you. She or you I didn't say, say it out loud. loud for she, them to hear. Uh, did you answer or not? Because you didn't have to answer. Oh. Oh. Uh. Okay. So then, because you're using a special power and it's mm-hmm. fun, uh, I will say out loud the answer that I said. But there's another thing, mm-hmm. in that you get mm-hmm. that's someone else, and you say. And you hear, she was marked, and it was an accident. At least that's how it's written on paper. Oh, say, oh my god. Oh god, look, I, this is, these are goosebumps, because let me tell you what's actually happened here. So what's happened is... You, Janice, gazed a vague question mm-hmm. and got more answers than you thought you were going to get. Mm-hmm. So you see this vision of the moment that he kicked that woman. And there's nothing about that vision that leads you to believe that he actually is lying about that. It, it really was. You cannot see another way out. But would you like to describe in an objective level of detail how you murdered someone? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I think before you say that, since you have your desk side up, I think in your sight, what you're seeing, looking at Tiffany, is those sigils. But hers aren't hers aren't on her forehead or anything. They're in her eyes. And when she asked that question, they flared, mm-hmm. and she just, it's like burning. You totally recognize that she just used dread power on you. Okay, but. Describe. Hearing them, I'm going to go downstairs actually keeping the bow, not drawn, but knocked. Yeah. 
So the only thing that everybody else hears mm -hmm. is the it's interaction that just panic. happened. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The visual that you see is the accident that happened. The accident that happened on our last film. The reason why we're here. The whole reason why the whole thing got shut down. The company almost lost everything. And that was, I. you've seen that I've been driven to recreate something and it's almost it's like a signature in all of my films there's this death scene or this embrace of darkness that happens and you see the accident i'm going for closer and closer to authenticity and i pushed it too far and the supporting actress died so i'm gonna let you internalize that i'm gonna come over here hi hi i'm so stressed out what's up <laughs> I'm um, not going to make it any better. Well, real quick, Dorothy, let's start with you. Yeah, you so were, you're still you watching. I'm I'm watching them um, keeping my bow ready in his general direction, where I could like quick draw McGraw at him if I needed to. It's not like at full rest, okay. but it's not at full like what's up, homie. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's just yeah. I'm just like. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, and once, like, their conversation seems to settle down, um, I'm going to go... Mm, put the bow back over me. Uh, get a mason jar, a scrap of fabric, lighter in my pocket, and the uh, AED under my arm. All right. And I'm going to watch the door. Okay. Uh, do you need a backpack? I'm sure... Uh, no. Dan has one. No. Okay. Tense. Colin. Pad of paper and a pen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to quickly scribble down. This is and this is because a lot of stuff has happened. Yes. So some of this will happen before he even gets back. Yeah. Right. Scribble down. Cult shit. Um. Whether it's fully true or not doesn't matter. Uh. So I'm partially lying. Run into this before. There's going. There's something here, driving all this. We need to destroy it. Um, and I'm just gonna put the journal, the pad of paper, and the pen in one of my cargo pants pockets. Okay. And then I am going to look around to see if there is a walkie, battery-powered walkie-talkie that would connect it with the radio or anything anywhere in the cabin. D four. Yes. Plus three. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I am going to make sure it's off. Completely. Okay. I'm going to turn the volume knob up to max. Okay. And I am going to wait. All right. Okay. All right. So, hi. We're sort of at a free flow here. The the group is back together. Um, I think in that moment that you're standing there, uh, and she kind of like blanks out for a second after asking the question, and then her face twists. And she pulls out one of the nine millimeters and points it at you and said, this is your fucking fault. We're all going to fucking die. And it's because you can't control yourself. Can I say I walked back into the room yes, at this point? Please. And I, her voice is getting louder. I walk and over louder. and I grab the gun so that if you pull the trigger, the slide will not move. And I clap my hand over your mouth. I want you to roll a 1d4 just to make sure you don't pull the trigger by accident. Oh. <laughs> a one. <laughs> It's a one. Do I do I stop the slide? 
Uh, no, because that's not how guns work. In <laughs> Your head goes. Uh, in fact, uh, it doesn't give you any more damage, but it absolutely hurts. Yeah. Uh, that hurts like a bitch. And you get shot in the chest. So uh, what I'd like you to do, uh, we're going to see if you can possibly withstand any of this damage. You're going to roll a resilience and endurance. uh, And you, uh, I'm not going to give you an upgrade. You're not wearing any kind of armor. Oh, no. Resilience and what? Endurance. Endurance. Mm-hmm. I will have a reaction to the gunshot that I'll do after we resolve this. So many things are going to have a reaction to that gunshot. Oh, this is good. This is good. me as well. This is good. This is, yep. And we don't know what you saw in the welcome house. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if you die right now. We're stuck in the dark cabin with monsters. Uh-huh. Hey, look at that. That's you a can, hit. You can add a D8. That's a hit. Why can I add a D8? If you add three seconds, you can add a D8. That's true. Unless you need to get rid of a one on a distressed die by adding. You, you mean this one? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said it. Oh, man. Um, oh. Complicated success. Uh, gaping chest wound. Probably having problem breathing. How, if I make this a success, how? It's it's Mr. only Hart. it's only uh, a, a measure of how much damage is about to be done to you. Mm. Mm, okay. So Here's each you. success that you get removes one damage. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how much damage it is. I love this. I love everything about this because I'm about to make it worse. Oh, man, that's so good. I have too much shit prepped in my hands. Uh, uh, five, four, three, two. One, I'm taking it. Okay. Uh, so that's three damage uh, okay, as you were okay. shot in the chest. It's only three damage. Oh, wow. He took a lot more from being impaled. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. that was kind of multiple points. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have punctured lungs. I, so, it's a fun time. Uh, you said that you immediately had a reaction to the sound of a gunshot. At hearing the sound, because I have Believer, and per the book description, I'm running that as, like, I am in this shit. Yeah, you're in mm-hmm. it. Uh, so per that, I'm lighting my Molotov and chucking it as far as I can into the forest away from the cabin. Ooh. Perfect. Perfect. The walkie. I turn it on so it just starts squealing and I throw it in the same direction. Okay. So that it'll sound like someone running and then a boom. And then that's the fire is going to spread quickly. That's why you asked if the forest was dense. Mm -hmm. And it's going to create a lot of sound. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that is brilliant. Uh, I've yeah. never had anyone do it before. So, yeah, so... We need that you, gift of that's marriage, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you chuck the Molotov, and, and it does shatter, which is a, a sound, but you immediately recognize that that's not going to spread fast enough mm-hmm. for what you need to happen now. Mm-hmm. So you're like, wait a second, the walkie-talkie, and you put it on chirp and throw it, yep. and by the time it's in in flames, then the fire will be so huge. <sighs> so here's what we're going to do, because two large sources of sound just happened, yep. and yes. there are three of these creatures. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have Tiffany mm-hmm. and Daniel... And Dorothy, each roll a d4. I was going to say, if I may bargain, 
GM. There was a loud gunshot and a screeching noise going out towards an explosion. Away from the gunshot. You're assuming they're smarter than they are. Okay. (laughs) Well, my thought was of chasing sound. Sure, sure. There would be a, a... Doppler effect. Mm. Let's uh, let's see how these these rolls go. Three. Three. One. Yeah. Um. Bye. This so side table's good. And one. we're outside, and they're inside. Let's go. <laughs> so one of them immediately peels off towards the walkie-talkie. Mm-hmm. The other two were already so close to the gunshot when it went off that they were on top of these two before that happened. So, Colin, mm-hmm. how are we reacting to this? There are two of them now on the porch. And we would both be outside on the You're porch outside. as well. You're outside. They don't seem to they, have paid they were any on attention the lawn. to you. We were up on the porch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we're probably, what, like 20 feet from them? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But and, but they're heading towards the door to go inside. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. we're. They're rushing? They're, yeah, they're rushing towards the, towards no, the origin American. of the gunshots. I thought you were a lesbian. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to pull the notepad out of my pocket and hold up the page for her to see that I have the writing on. Okay, can I quickly try and recognize that with my cult? Uh, which page are, are you? The, the, the cult shit I've encountered. I've, oh. I've run into this before. There's a uh, source of that's causing all of this. We need to find it and destroy it. And I'm going to slowly start backing off the porch okay. into the grass. How fucked are they? Like It's hard to tell. Well, because my thought is the, the two that are on them now, mm-hmm. would I consider them a lost cause? Would you? Depends on how fucked they are. <laughs> well, there's, there, you saw what one of them did to him. <coughs> there are two of them, and they are rushing towards Tiffany and Daniel. Daniel has just been shot. How far away are they? From you. And keep in mind, Daniel has a shotgun, and Tiffany has two nine millimeters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're only about 20 yards from you. No, from them. Oh, mm-hmm. the creatures? Uh, 15 feet and closing? Second Molotov. <gasps> On the creatures. You didn't say there were two mason jars. Okay. Well, what I need you to do then mm-hmm. is I need you I have to... the reflexive cognition. <laughs> that's, that's actually, that is helpful. Okay. <laughs> uh, before you do that, though, I need you to roll a 1d4. Do you hit us or do yeah. you drop it? Three. Okay. Excellent. Actually, it wasn't whether, the, whether she hit um, you was based off of... Uh, her skill, I wanted to see if she understood splash radius. Yeah. Uh, So you may make a roll using your um, coordination and your, man. (laughs) (laughs) We're putting you through the ringer tonight. This is is unbelievable. This is one of the best, this is one of the best episodes. Since I have science, would I get a good idea of like this, the, com- the, reaction the combustion reaction? Yes, that's why okay. you didn't land it on top of them. Okay. Uh, coordination and toughness, and you may upgrade with marksman. 
Okay. I'm just upgrading with science and then three distress dice. We're going to do these because y'all been bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, out of curiosity, so being a believer, I get half cost to dread manifestation That's right. Stuff. So you add six seconds instead of a minute for reflexive cognition. Oh, I should not have rolled because what that yep. does is you can spend a minute, and since this is an area effect thing, I'm going to let it work against both of them. I don't get to upgrade any of my dice for my defense rolls. Okay, oh. so I spend six seconds. Yep. And, and then, functionally, oh. what happens is you almost read their thoughts to know where they're going to go the moment this thing hits them to try to get out of the way, and you put it there instead. Okay. okay. So I got to reroll with only d6s. <laughs> it's not great, but it's not bad. It's not great, but it is certainly not bad. <laughs> Uh, can oh this is one where we don't have DC so I don't have to worry about getting more right <laughs> uh, yeah so that's two hits with no failures okay one of them does get out of the way one uh, of them can because she used her um, dread manifestation does that mean she can't spend minutes to roll extra dice or anything no, she can spend seconds. You can add more successes. Oh, if, if you, you spend three seconds, you can add a D8, and if you spend six, you can add two. Oh, that's right. <laughs> but know that spending six will take you up another... Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know, so... Uh... <laughs> You're going to spend six or just three? I'm going to spend six. Okay. There you go. <sighs> I'm at seven minutes. Oh, welcome to the team. That's... And that's a six, so and that's... you get two. If you're spending you six two. seconds, you yeah, get to roll get another one twice. Oh, okay. Six again. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you catch them both. Uh, one of them you actually hit. The other one gets immediately splashed. Um, oh, wow. Uh, so <laughs> this happens, and when it does, one of the creatures screeches, and the other one turns towards it. Yes! <laughs> and now they're on fire fighting each other. Yes. <laughs> so you guys, uh, one of them is off in the woods at the other fire. Two of them are on fire. Uh, and I don't know if you guys have ever been surrounded by fire before, but you can't hear anything it's else. Loud. Yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. loud as hell. So they seem to be stuck inside of whatever's going on there. So you guys loop. have free access to GTFO. That was brilliant. <laughs> this will be a good time to tell us that the bus has keys. <laughs> I'm going to walk over to him on the ground and put on my face and say, uh, I'm so sorry, I didn't. I wasn't actually going to shoot you. I'm here, hurry up, get up, get up, get up. Just keep pressure on it and move. Okay. And I start pushing him out of the door, of, like around. Yeah. The bugs. Uh, I will say, focusing on the wound, I I care more about the camera, and I don't have a sling or anything. Shotgun gets left behind. So mm-hmm. I like adding complications. Yep. Oh, Woo. it's so fun playing with other storytellers. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying yeah. to get myself to a second hour. Like, let's go. <laughs> right. And um, I also will add that while I'm pushing him, I still haven't let go of the gun. And it's so still she's pushing you. 
But she still got a gun at your back. Yeah, I, and yeah. I was gonna say, I'm explaining. I, like, I can see when things are wrong. I can see the creatures. I don't know what happened, but it happened a while ago. I saw something near the entrance. I think. Do you say that just to Tiffany, or once you're closer? We're to kind us? of like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we're, now okay, that we're all so, kind so, of moving as a Okay, huddle. so I can hear this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, I didn't mean for her to die. So then let's go to the entrance. I nod knowingly. And I'm going to pull the journal out of my pocket and just like hold it up to a random page. Mm-hmm. I've seen this before. That's the source of all of this happening. We can destroy it. Okay. What do we have to do? Fuck. Oh, I left I the shotgun. I would rather not. I left the shotgun. Oh. Is the cabin in I have. Now? And oh, I, yes. okay. That's when I'm going to show, like, physically show you that I have a bow. And just, this is quiet. Okay. I got this. I pull up the camera. <laughs> it's like what one the, of those. What the fuck is that for? <gasps> Turn it on. Not yet. There's nothing around us. This is perfect. If we make it out of here, we don't need special effects. I know. What we great sell priorities you all have. I'm Let's just go. I am so tempted to shoot both of you. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, technically, you did shoot him. <laughs> well, I wasn't holding the gun. Um, <laughs> point of order. <laughs> I was trying to keep you from shooting him. Anyway, that, not fucking important. And... You, uh, did you say where you saw it? Yeah, I said the the, the entrance uh, building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm heading. Building I'm heading straight there. Okay. okay. Uh, so you guys run up towards that, the front gate area, um, um, and you come up on the porch, and the outside of the building looks perfectly put together. It's got two little swinging doors uh, that normally would have a full door behind them, but it has been opened, uh, which is a little bizarre uh, for this time of night. But you push through and your flashlight plays over a far different story than the exterior of the building. Again, there is blood everywhere. Uh, There's signs of an immense struggle. There's 13, maybe 14 bodies in this building. Walls are lined with bullet holes. Furniture is broken and battered. There's gore just strewn everywhere. Uh, What is most immediately striking, I mean, other than the scene of carnage, is that these men are wearing some kind of armor. And it is like nothing any of you have ever seen before. They are clad in this sort of hewn stone is what it looks like. It's rough. It's not it's not smooth at all. It's it's got all these outcroppings and it's it feels when you touch it like stone, but stone that can move. Uh, and occult question. Sure. Is it clearly armor? 
or are these golems? Oh, it's clearly armor. Okay. Because underneath okay. where where the plates are, you can see. I got very see, scared for a second. <laughs> uh, where so the, it's plated, right? Okay. And where the where the underlying <laughs> joints are, you can see just spandex that they're wearing underneath. Okay. Um, Jewish fear creeps in the back of my mind. Right. <laughs> that was actually one of them in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what it is. It's a golem. It's an old rabbi. He's down in the basement. He says, "I don't want any of this going on here." <laughs> no, it was, I saw one of those. Like you see, like you saw large golems, and then the yeah. trigger was uh, dolls. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Moving on. <laughs> but uh, so it's clearly armor, uh, and also okay. at various points there are sigils that you recognize as being some of the pictographs from the book, and they are dull, pulsing blue light. Just a very gentle blue light, and they are carved into this armor. Wait, we can see skin between the armor pieces? Mm-hmm. Are you, or whatever they're using underneath it's the armor. Off. Yeah. They're underclothed. Extracting the... 10 cc's. Okay, it's blood. Okay. I point at the glowing sigils, and I point at the journal, and then stick the journal back in my pocket. Cool. And, I... and I'm also, I also... Camera's going Because now. it's probably a lot quieter <laughs> over here. Uh, it's so quiet, in fact, that from just behind the desk, you hear. <clears throat> and you peer around the side of the desk, and one of these armored people is holding right around here where a shoulder and arm used to be, but it's been torn off. And he's clearly uh, bleeding to death. But his helmet is off. Uh, And all of the others have these sort of helmets with these black onyx visors. His is off. And he looks up at you, and he looks startled to see you, but he's clearly in shock. And he is a very average-looking middle-aged man. Um, He has... in, In his one hand, he has something. And he sees you... And he tries to speak, but he can't get it out. And then he just holds out his hand and opens it. And there is a black sphere in his hand. Grab it immediately. I'm going to activate Janice's gaze again. Okay. And the question I want to ask is, when do you want us to use this? Oh, my God. Perfect. Perfect. God, that's such a good, uh, that was such a good usage of the power. Uh, you see an image of a giant gaping maw filled with rotating, gnashing teeth and a giant thick tongue that is swollen and barbed. But the tongue is laying on the floor motionless and the jaws of this thing are slowing down and you can tell. You look at your allies holding weaponry and you see that they've killed this thing. And then you see Colin shove this thing down that maw's throat. And then, like, as that vision starts to fade, the man will sort of lock eyes with you. Then he dies. I pat him on the head. And I'm going to pull the journal out, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to take the ball and just stick it in my pocket for a second. I'm going to find the diagram of the maw Mm -hmm. and hold it up. And I I confirm it, and I point to the maw, and I signal 
uh, throat slit motion, and then, and then I, I point pull, to I pull the that ball. back out, and I'm like, I just nod, like, yep, I, I, yep, same page. Uh, did the big figure that a lot of people were around, did it look like this big nasty maw? Or was it indiscernible? Oh, it it, it seems a lot like That's probably just... what you saw was this and these guys fighting it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put both back in pockets and then go. Uh, it's weird though. This must have happened very recently, but you didn't hear any gunfire. That's yeah. That when you were originally mm-hmm. describing that, so I was like, uh, okay. Uh, I'm. Are we in a new scene? Yes. No, okay. So it goes away. Uh, <laughs> you're just gonna react. I'm gonna burn it. it. Burn it. Uh, let's, yeah. let's bring that five. distress to four, baby. 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 Uh, so, Dusk Sight, uh, looking for this large creature that I'm, oh, man. I'm afraid <laughs> is invisible. It's it's probably not invisible. Saying, you know? Okay. Uh, what you are seeing is uh, there is a door behind the, uh, the fellow who just died. And you can see that beyond that door, down quite a ways is where this thing is. So... The assumption would be there's probably a flight of stairs past that door. Is this creature alone? Um, it's hard to tell because it's so bright, mm-hmm. but kind of. you don't see anything else specifically moving right now. Correct. Uh, but I would like you to. Ooh. <laughs> I would like you to roll. Uh, a, we're going to call this a um, intuition and wit. And you can upgrade if you have investigation. <laughs> I have an action after this. Okay. Let's get these four bad boys right here. I have something I'm prepping in my mind. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We're close to the end. I'm ready to go down, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. Death <laughs> or success. Mm-hmm. One hit. Okay. No failures. Um. This guy's arm is sort of still laying over there. And even though all of everything glows with this dread power, that armor absolutely glows. But that hand is also holding something that is glowing. Okay, I will, uh, and I'm videotaping everything uh, Blair Witch style as I'm doing this. Uh, And I will open and see what's in that hand. There's a small cylinder, uh, actually maybe maybe about this size, uh, completely black with more of those blowing, uh, glowing blue sigils. And then there's a little symbol of the earth and it, the light gets dimmer and dimmer as it goes in sort of a concentric pattern and it's a very specific, bizarre looking sigil. Uh, do you have an idea? Um, I was just going to wander over to the armor that these people are wearing and kind of intentionally very slowly drag it against the ground very quietly, but just enough to make a very, very quiet noise if these armor pieces make noise at all. Uh, nothing makes any noise. I pull it back a little bit harder. Um, so now the floor is starting to make noise underneath, but the pieces seem to be coated with something that is causing them to sound dampen. Okay. I point to the armor, and then... I shake both my hands next to my head, and then I start taking the armor off of one of them. 
I will point at the drawing of the worm <laughs> and the orb, and then it. I will point. Is the door visible to everybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I'll point down uh, down the hole, uh, and then I'll look at this. Does this feel like a grenade? You don't have no idea what this thing is. Can I see the symbol on it as he's holding it? Yeah, it glows. Okay, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Snatchy hands. Too many things in my hands. I'll but take I want to give for another arm. I, I'll actually hit. Arm. I'm gonna hand. <laughs> I'm gonna hand you the canister back, uh-huh. and I'm gonna find this uh, the symbol, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just hold it up. Okay. Cool. Uh, I just kind of. And then point. I'm going to put on a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna point down in the, the hole. Um, so as you're sort of investigating this thing, you'll also notice that on either end. It has concentric circles that get mm-hmm. wider and wider. So it's like maybe here, then here, then here. And this is a very sharp point on both sides, right in the center. Is there any, anything that I can do to figure this out? You can press the button. Oh, do I want me. to press the... No, the, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I'm going with... I'm assuming this is some supernatural grenade, so I'm not going to press yeah. it yet. Good I could be completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> could I look at those symbols with my general understanding of the occult and see if I can recognize the symbol? Oh, yeah. Why didn't I roll? Yeah, like, you guys certainly can. Concussive may I, or may something? I also roll? You absolutely may. Uh, let's call this one an acumen and wit upgraded Gosh. with the things that you guys have. All right, so we have 26. Three. Going to Please. turn on, but n- n- they take about two minutes to charge, so I'm gonna start the AED charging. Okay. Okay. I took oh. a six second hit to add two D8. Excellent. I'm adding one. I uh, love this. Oh, wait. I also have two. Are there any. Oh. Were they only fighting the worm, or is there anything else here that. Uh, was For copyright like, reasons, they're not fighting the worm. They're fighting the maw. <laughs> the maw. Okay. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, the maw. Yep. Um, We're not fighting anything that would be in large mounds of sand. <laughs> uh, are there minions that are dead that aren't the armored people? No. Okay. Not that you can see. Okay. Uh, so you got four, and... I got uh, three hits and three ones. Ooh. I, think, uh, I so think those are the only ones that matter. They surely do not. I am cursed. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you you uh, surely are. So that's a complicated success, uh, which I would say in this instant means that you recognize it immediately as being uh, a dread artifact, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, 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 a thing of phenomenal power. But you cannot initially figure out exactly what it is. You, on the other hand, there's something about one of these sigils that traces back to an old Proto-Indo-European word. And just as a hobby, you know a few Proto-Indo-European words, and you know the word perkunos. And you're like, why would that be attached to this weird cylinder? And then you recall a story 
of a godlike lightning bolt, uh, a spear that would extend from the palm of certain warriors of the core worlds. And when used, it was a double-headed spear, and when used, it could call down the very power of the god of thunder himself. I'm going to hold out my hand for you to give me the canister back. Sure. Actually, hold on. Uh, mechanical question, hand to hand. Is that fists only? Fists only. Cool. All right. I'm going to keep it then. I have good strength rating. <laughs> I hold I, uh, out my me... hand for, and I point to the pocket with the orb, and I point up to all of your injuries. Yeah, I hand you the orb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I will actually give you the orb because you don't have a weapon. The power. <laughs> I will video. Okay. <laughs> I've got, I'm dual-wielding defibs. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder and lightning. Boom. Marriage. Um, That's love, that. bitch. <laughs> love and thunder. Love and <laughs> I'm going to go open the door. Okay. Uh, so Colin takes stuff. this canister and looks at it with, something approaching recognition and walks over to the door and hands you the talisman, right? The Yeah, the blast and, and the then I hand it to him. So Daniel now has the yes. talisman. I just have to make sure I'm tracking who's mm-hmm. got what. Because I have two guns, you have a bow, you have a, a lot. I, have, I also have the defib turned up to mm-hmm. max. All right, so you guys go through the door and down into mm-hmm. the next room. The talisman orb of maw killing. Uh, As you guys open the door, there is a scream from below. A blood-curdling scream and the sound of bones crunching. And the scream silences. You go down into a standard basement. But as you reach that last step, you can see a large cavern has been crudely carved into the stone foundation. It leads to a tunnel that looks way more ancient than the Sixth Ridge camping facility. The hallway is musty, and an odor of decay and rot hangs in the air. (laughs) Sorry, that pointed and rot. (laughs) There is distant torchlight bouncing off of a corner of the hall in the distance. gives a soft, orange, flickering luminescence to this little corridor that you found yourself trapped in. As you walk around the corner, you see a large ovular chamber filled with torchlight and gore. The stench is overwhelming, but you don't have to take another minute, and hits you like a wave. You all nearly throw up where you stand. I do. You do. (laughs) In the center of the chamber is a giant, writhing, frothing mouth. It's as if the floor itself has grown this maw, and it has a lashing tongue whipping around from the center of it. Circular rows of jagged teeth drip with slime, small wisps of acrid smoke. The tongue, as if sensing your arrival, begins to lash towards you. Um, Out of the wall or out of the... Out of the floor in the center of the chamber. Okay. So, got it. Oh, icky. So, ooh. I don't know why that makes it worse. (laughs) Got it. Okay. Okay. We were thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me get out my combat cards. <laughs> I I was the first one down the stairs. Mm-hmm. I was right behind you. But once we saw so see that, I'm going to let the two with ranged weapons move ahead of me. I think that's a good call. 
And I want to make it clear that I did shut the door to the basement as we went down the stairs because I was the last one okay. down. Okay, okay. excellent. I'll be second to last filming the other people. As we go down, very quietly, you pick up on the camera. What the fuck? <laughs> so. Then you hear, Daniel. <laughs> question. How much do, can this thing tell that we're here? The tongue seems to be flapping in your direction. That's all you know. Is it the kind of flap that's like, like pie charting it, or is it like oh, no. it, it? It is beelining towards you. It's Ooh. very clear this thing knows you're here. Uh-oh. Is the okay. tongue moving toward us? Like, is like it... it's still in the mouth, but it's whipping in your direction. But like, so... it, it can't reach us though. Currently. Not from where you're standing now. No. So I want to do a dumb. But we're close to the end of the game, so let's do it. Absolutely. I'm going to go in range of the tongue and defib both sides of it. Okay. So let's do this. uh, Because I'm not sure if it's going to hit you first or if you're going to hit it first. So let's go ahead and roll. If it hits me, I'm just jamming wherever I can. I will willingly take the damage. Can I add to this chaos? Sure. Because my idea was to just start opening fire. Because my vision Suppressor said that, fire. yeah, my, <laughs> my vision was we had to kill it first, yeah. and I saw her start walking towards it, so I'm like, bang, 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 bang. So I think the best way to resolve it is we're just gonna roll initiative. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. What is initiative again? Intuition. Intuition and, and vigilance. vigilance. Oh, so we roll the that number dice. I thought mm-hmm. that yep. was just our number. For oh no, no 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 no. Oh yeah, that's. I see why you would. Yeah, that would look like that. Yeah. <laughs> and in, oh. investigation. <laughs> counted towards this, correct? Uh, investigation. Uh, so not I, normally. I, normally it's either tactics or a weapon skill. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just remember I got a D8 earlier. Yeah, I was giving you something special. So <laughs> you can upgrade with uh, a, either a fighting skill, hand-to-hand marksman, or weaponry. Nope. Or if you have tactics. Okay. Nope. Can uh, we spend... Remind me, can we spend uh, seconds on this to get D8s? Yep. Okay, hell yeah, I'm gonna go up. I will be doing that as well. So well, yeah. I had zero. God damn. I have when neg- you spend seconds for a D8, do they are they exploding? Uh no. Okay, I didn't oh. so. Alright. Okay. Daniel's one, Dorothy. Ooh, Dorothy. Ain't in Kansas no more, motherfucker. <laughs> and my little dog too. I got two ones and nothing else. I spent six. I take another minute and another distress die. Nice. And I have two. Okay. Excellent. Uh, all right. So, uh, Dorothy, you you made the decision to make a move, so you actually do end up getting up there. And let's have you make a roll with... Uh, you're trying to catch it just to touch it. So, coordination and toughness. Okay. Uh, which you may upgrade with... Hand to hand? I don't have that, surely. Can I, wait, can I, we're at the end, can I spend anything to make any of these an eight? Uh, You can spend three seconds to give yourself two D8. Doing it. Is it two in addition or two replace? Two in addition. Oh, Mm -hmm. I've been nerfing myself this whole time. LA. <laughs> Look, I gotta deal with maracas over here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I rolled super poorly. 
You got to choose good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So, uh, what can I do about these ones on the D4s? Nothing now. Nothing, Nothing now. Yeah. Well, I got surely two successes and two ones on the D4s. Complicated. So, complicated. Uh, but it's not complicated when it's contested. And I also got zero. I rolled every single die. And I don't have distressed dice. I'm a monster. But every die I rolled was a one. Fine. So out of five, which is statistically impossible. But it happened to me. Uh, so go ahead and uh, well, you don't have to do anything. You're hitting it with this. I'm going to say that the base damage on an AED is two. But I am going to call it armor penetrating. Yeah, my, my goal is to cause the tongue to recoil. Mm. Okay. Um, and essentially get out of the way so that it can clear for people to to. So I'm gonna say it definitely advance. jerks away from okay. this source of damage that hits it, uh, and now it is Colin's turn. I was going to hang back and let them attack with range, but I'm also gonna move back as soon as <laughs> as soon as I get the effect I want. I'm back. Since sure. Dorothy charged in to do that, I am going to charge in right behind her, and I am going to trigger the cylinder. Excellent. Uh, you run out heroically and you press this button and this long spear emerges from the central canister and it's wickedly pointed and barbed at either end and you can feel it coursing through your body and you guys can all see crackling electricity run the length of the spear. Uh, and you can actually attack. I'm going to try to pin the tongue to the ground with the spear. Let's see how you roll, uh, and that is going to be a strength and uh, strength and toughness upgraded with weaponry. I do not have weaponry, but I d like my odds. How are you just going to throw it? Is it weird that I want to play a long campaign of this? It's not weird at all. No. You certainly may. We should. You should have us back. <laughs> you can get yours oh, uh, yes. with the link that's in that's chat, 15% gorgeous. off uh, until Look the day that. after Halloween. Look at that, and I don't have to spend any points on ones because I didn't roll any, so I can spend them to roll more D8s. That means you only have two days to get 15% off. Purchase now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay. It's got a little handy hand. How many did you get? Four. That is fantastic. Four. You got two net. The damage on Perkunos is three. That's five. You trigger the weapons dread quality tempestuous uh when you do this uh a immense thunderclap occurs uh if if there's anything that cares about sound it's gonna come now because that is the loudest you're all but you i assume don't target your party with it so they are not affected uh i believe that Tempestuous affects my ability to react to things. Ooh. Oh. I'll just look it up in this beautiful 224-page hardback available on drive-through. What um? Big enough to fight your own demons. That's right. <laughs> what what what? Where would that power be located? Just so I can read it as well. Uh, it's on page 90. Okay. Ooh, I want to read it too because I have a book as well. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of the club. No. You can be a part of the club too. Oh, look at those example artifacts. Those are gorgeous. <laughs> Blinded and deafened until the Wait, end. Wait, is this of... picture of the dancer? Uh, that is a generic picture of a spear. That is it. Yes. Gorgeous. Ah! I love um, it. 
I'm so nervous. So uh, you do this, and you guys will see things shake loose from it, and it now the tongue fully recoils and is blinded and deafened until the end of its next turn. Am I able to pin it? No. Okay. Uh, it's just too thick. Okay, then you just hear me roar as I'm skewering it with the spear. Uh, it is its turn, uh, but it is blinded and deafened, which means that it cannot upgrade any dice to try to hit you, but it is going to try to hit you nonetheless. Okay. Uh, so you may roll your coordination and um, reaction, upgrading with weaponry if you have it, or any combat or tactics. I was wondering how a tongue could be blind and deaf, but um, I have met a few people whose tongue <laughs> seems <laughs> Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm calling somebody. <laughs> What'd you get? One. Okay. Uh, so, a fun thing happens to you now, because <laughs> I did six damage, which is more than you got. Yep. Oh, so, no. Oh, no. I'm wearing no, this no. armor. I put on a suit of that armor. Oh, you do have the armor? Mm-hmm. Which reduces the damage to four. Well, you know that what? Is that still... is still more than I have. I know. I know. I know. So here's sure. what happens. Uh, the tongue clearly reacts to this heroic thing that you've just done, and it becomes uh, it becomes discombobulated for one moment. And you just stand there like, I did it. I really did it. And then it immediately lashes out and cuts your throat with one of these jagged crops on it. And you're blood courses down the front of you. You grab it. You fall to your knees. Ever since that night, you've heard them. They're in the back of your head all the time. But the, the whispering is so quiet that you almost never recognize it for what it is. But now you stand on the precipice between life and death. And those whispers grow to cacophony. And in all of them, you hear one voice most clearly say, I have a proposition for you. I'm listening. I will return you fully ready to combat the evil that lies before you. And in response, you have to do one thing for me. Name it make sure one of them ends up in its maw. Now your other options are you can sit out the rest of combat and come back up at the end of combat bearing a wound, having had some part of your body torn off. Uh, or you can choose to heroically die and reset everybody's minute hand to one. If I choose to heroically die, can I take a final action? You may. I am going to do that. God, how that music just ended right when that <laughs> happened. That was... We planned for that. What? Uh, what is your heroic action? I am going to grab the tongue and activate my dread manifestation that I have not used yet. Frostbite. Frostbite. Okay. So... You see the tongue lash across Colin's throat and Colin falls to his knees mortally wounded but then he stands and do you want to say anything to your group before this happens? Not before 
Okay. If I can narrate a little bit. Oh, absolutely. You narrate. Uh, I fall to my knees, and the tongue's kind of like lashing around. And then my hand just grabs it. And I activate Frostbite. And you just see it instantly frosting over and freezing in place, heading down towards the maw. And I'm not sure exactly what Frostbite does for damage. Uh, it's a significant amount of damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it count. And I collapse. All right. Okay, uh, everybody's minute hand can return to one. Uh, and you may remove all distress dice for this fight because your friend just heroically sacrificed himself. Oh. Uh, which is, I want to tell you, the first time in all of my days of running this game I've ever seen anybody do that. So it's always been an option. There you go. Uh, we are now going to move down to Colin X. Through the name there. Sorry, Colin. Oh. Uh, Rip. It is now going to be Daniel's turn. Dun, dun. Make it count. Make it count. Cool. Uh, turn the camera to me, and I go, this is Daniel Fresnel. What you're witnessing is real. It's not one of my movies. Abigail's death was my fault. And so was Collins. And I'm going to take it and I'm going to dive in. Okay. So I have the talisman orb of maw killing. <laughs> yeah. And the uh, vision was to plunge it into its mouth. That's what I'm going to do. So, you guys see Colin clear the way with this selfless action, getting the tongue held back and frozen, and you know that you've got seconds, maybe less than seconds, before the tongue frees itself from this and kills all of you. And while the three of you are sort of staring at each other, trying to figure out what to do next. Daniel turns the camera to himself, says that. Hands the camera to one of you and throws himself into the maw. And the maw crunches sickeningly. There's no mercy here. This thing doesn't care what it does to you. But after about the third crunch, there's a, there's a a groaning sound and the tongue starts to lash wildly not at you not at anything just wildly and it's clear that this thing is dying and do you watch it die or do you leave there's only two of you left I'm watching it die I need to know Sam and I will actually hold on to Dorothy's hand as we watch it die together. It dies painfully, clearly in fear. And when it does, the first stage that it goes to is just this foul-smelling, putrid morass. And then that seeps through the cracks in the floor, and you see a summoning circle drawn on the floor. 
and it's gone. And you turn around and you walk back up the stairs. Before we walk back up, I'm going to take whatever I have that can do this and I'm going to break the summoning circle. Absolutely. Excellent. Do you take the spear? Yes. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm going to disrupt the circle. Excellent. And it's just it's just done in soot, so you're able to do it. Okay. And you walk up the stairs and the sun is just cresting the tree line. As you step out of all of this death and back out onto the at this point absurdly serene porch of this building with you knowing what is just behind those doors. And for a moment, you just try to wrestle with what just happened and what you both just witnessed and your relationship with each other and what you both know. And I'm going to give you a moment to say anything you'd like to say. What do we do? See if anyone else survived. I think we both know the answer to that. I think we should leave. I don't... I don't think there's a good way of explaining any of this. I think we should die here, too. Theoretically, yeah. To the world. Right about the time you say that, you hear crackling very distinctly the sound of a radio. But the language that is being spoken on it is, it's not the one that's nearest to you. It's coming towards you. And the language being spoken on it is not one that you're familiar with. And they round the building, around the corner of the building before anybody knows what to do. And you see four more of these men dressed in this armor. And they look at you, and they look at the spear, and one of them removes her helmet. And she says, is it done? It's done. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. Yeah. You can come with us, and we can answer them as best we can, or you can go about your way and we never saw you. I'll come with you. There's nothing left for me here. Same. I'm in the same armor already. Uh, do you, I think you both are. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I didn't take any oh, armor you didn't. pieces. Okay. Just the two but they, uh, you're very clearly wearing it to the best of your ability, and mm-hmm. they're very clearly wearing it right. It's like sideways so hockey gear. They can gear. tell. Uh, yeah. She says, uh, she starts to speak in this other language, but then catches herself. My apologies. Sergeant Ruskin, would you please take these two to end processing? Be gentle. And Sergeant Ruskin removes his helmet as well. Uh, very clearly does it so that you can see his face. And he says uh, in a thick, bizarre accent, if you would both come with me, there is a, I will take you to the truck. Okay. Okay. I'll offer my hand to Dorothy again and And you two hold hands towards the truck and the credits roll. Thank you guys so much. Holy crap. 
that was. Yeah. <laughs> Finding out at, at intermission that my brother, Jim, who actually wrote this story, is sitting out in the audience seeing it being run. Hi, it could not be any better. Oh. Uh, this, I, I, Jim, this story is unbelievable. It's Thank fantastic. you so much. Thank, Thank every, you. Thank you guys, man. Can, can uh, we oh, share yeah. our yeah. secrets? Yeah. 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 Swap them back. Swap them yeah. back so yeah. we can read them. So, Colin, what was your secret? Uh, I was the suspect of a murder investigation that I managed to get exonerated for. I didn't specify whether or not I was innocent. Um, I was responsible for the death of the supporting actor in our last film. And talk about taking accountability in the last few moments of your oh, life. We love a man that takes accountability. And talk about the sheer coincidence that yeah. we, we were, were the, the ones, ones that switched. Because yeah. it, it just tied in perfectly. Yep. Oh, good. I'm on my fifth husband in five years. What happened to the other four? Who knows? They have such strange allergies. <laughs> oh, God. Oof. Uh, my secret was I hit a coworker with my car and he died of his injuries. I left him there and no one knows. So that was the other death that happened on the last movie set. Rude. Rude. That's... You came after me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. When, when she started tearing into you, I was like, girl. <laughs> isn't, isn't projection a funny emotion? Hey, I'm a politician. Yeah. I'm a hypocrite. All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys so very much for playing with me. Thank you. Uh, thank you. thank you for running this game. This and for writing it. Absolutely. And for writing it. And Jim, you. Yeah. you baller. Jim, you oh, baller. Scary. So if you guys out there in the audience enjoyed what you saw tonight, Ooh. please go to Drive Through RPG, Ooh. search the Midnight Ooh. World. We have premium color hardback, premium color uh, softback, uh, standard color hardback, and standard color softback, and of course just PDF options. They're all on sale until uh, November first. For you can find the link to that. Uh, on the Twitch chat that you're yep. watching mm -hmm. right now, uh, all of our social medias for D4, um, and yeah, you have two days. And actually, if you go through the link that you guys provided, that's easier for me because that lets me see that it came from the stream, mm -hmm. and that will make me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to show this to the camera because that actually just scared me. <laughs> uh, I saw that earlier when I was flipping yeah. through. I was like, the oh. art, the art in this book is phenomenal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. So we have we we have three artists. Uh, the first is Lucas Ryan, who did the cover, did the logo, did most mm, of the stunning. art in the book. Uh, wait, wait, Lucas Ryan, like local Lucas Ryan? Yeah. He's on ATL by night. <laughs> we know he Lucas. He is on ATL by he's night. He's our La Sombra elder. Yes, he is. <laughs> Primogen. Yeah. Yeah, he's Primogen now. Uh, Lucas Ryan did a lot of the art in this book. Amazing. He's um, a wonderful artist. Uh, Jimmy, I'm going to butcher this, but Jimmy Nyes in, uh, in Holland did uh, the, a second portion of the art. You can find him... Uh, his his last name is N I J S. You can search him. He does commission work. He does some of the best commission work, especially if you like horror that I've ever seen. And he would definitely love the business. And then the filler art anywhere where I just needed a, a piece of art to break text. I used Mid Journey to generate. Uh, but going forward, I probably won't be doing that as more and more things are coming out about uh, the art. The the AI generated art. So I'm not sure what we're gonna do with for future we learn, art. We grow, we change. Yeah, but but. We still put an enormous amount of work into this book. I hope that you guys out there really enjoyed watching it, this watching the so system. Fun. And also easy to learn. 
Like, yeah. I do real bad with having rules explained to me at the beginning. I just, mm, yeah. it's nothing but, like, beach noises. Yep. Uh, but it's really easy to pick it up as you play it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, this, I saw book art. This, oh. this feels like a, a, a pretty thick book, but uh, the it's, core concepts seemed fairly mm -hmm. easy and uh, I like for the, player definitely but even absolutely. for uh, a GM yeah. I like yeah. the assistance in character generation yeah. in the um, mm -hmm. because you guys didn't see us during the character creation process there's a section called memory where we roll and it gives us all these pieces of our backstory and I super love that yeah. because yeah. it adds every time you play it's going to be different yeah, so it generates your backstory along with your character sheet, yeah, which I is very important that. for us. I absolutely awesome. love that. And it fell in line. I noticed I'm just I came in with uh, like a semi-soft uh, character concept before character creation. Mm -hmm. And as I continued creating the character, I was like, okay, that fits. That works. Mm -hmm. I love this. Yeah. It. I came I in really with nothing, and character creation gave me everything I Same. needed. I will Same say. Time. Yeah. Having played this before with you, mm -hmm. actually, um, the changes you've made over the last two years stuck out as just phenomenal improvements to the game. Yeah. And I think the, how polished it is, having mm. played it in 2020 and then playing it now and seeing that growth, it was really cool. And then also, like, having a, a full stunning. I think because all we had when we played was the quick start. That's true. And yeah. so, like, it's so nice. Thank you, guys. Gorgeous. <laughs> Well, thank you guys very much. Uh, again, I'm James Davey. I am the co-creator and creative lead on The Midnight World, which is available in all of these places we've talked about. Please support us. It is so expensive to make a book like this. Yes, We have is. not come close to breaking even. Please help us out. Uh, and that said, um, be excellent to each other, and may you always roll with advantage. Or, in this case, with few distressed dice. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. And that's what I have so far. So what do you think? Would you pick it off the shelf? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't answer that. I'm not finished after all, so, so come back next week and I'll have more for you to read this.